and I know things now. Many valuable things that I didn't know before. Like what? Um, virgin butterball. <laughs> I didn't know what to say, so I just picked the joke that happened before we started recording. A good joke. A good joke. Hi, podcast. Hi. And that's where the intro is going to play. It helps so, like, I'm such a lazy editor. (laughs) Yeah. And so, like, I'll listen to it while I'm doing something else. And whenever that keys in, I'm like, ah, yes, past me. I got you. She knew what the fuck she was doing. She did me a service (laughs) by telling me. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Do you want to explain what happened last time? Gang. (laughs) I don't think I've ever been that upset in my whole fucking life. (laughs) Like, Okay, okay, so here's what happened. Here's what happened. Last week. When was that episode supposed to go out? Wednesday the what day? Do you know? Um, I will tell you so soon. I will tell you. I'll tell you so soon. <laughs> the 9th. Wednesday the 9th. Okay, let me set the scene. Monday the 7th. We're like, oh, we'll do a Discord recording. It'll be great. And we did. And it worked. Mm-hmm. We saw, we were on FaceTime the whole time so we could see each other. Discord audio, crystal clear. Everything was perfect. We, it, it was Internet great. Internet was good. Internet like, we was never good. had any issues with lag. And then we, I tell my entire story. <laughs> All the way to intermission. All the way to intermission. And during intermission, I was just like, let's, let me listen to it real quick. Just to make sure everything went fine. The audio unusable (laughs) unusable like completely destroyed she did be making noise and it was weird because it wasn't doing it over discord no discord was no issues crystal clear mic and afterwards no why i still don't know fucking okay anyway i had a full-on mental breakdown um shut down slowly over the course of an hour was like i don't know what to do Mm-hmm. Um, started messing with my computer settings, started like messing with my Discord settings and all this stuff. It turns out it was the fucking cord because I ordered new cords for the microphones. And somehow, some way, it was completely fine over Discord, destroyed on our recording software. I was pissed. We had no hint that there was an issue. Nothing. Didn't even look weird. Like, Mm-hmm. I was upset. Still am upset. Very bitter. No, that's, that was rough. Yeah. So that's why. And we didn't have time to like re-record it or like redo anything with it. Yeah, it was already like one. Yeah, it was one in the morning. By the and time then we... I had work the next day. Uh-huh. I was pissed. No, that's, that was intense. It's terrible. <laughs> but, um, so we just didn't release an episode last Wednesday and it made me really sad. Yeah, I don't like skipping. I don't either, especially when we planned for it. It was just a technical thing. Yeah, it was... We did. I, yeah, I think we have to give it to ourselves, though. We we rarely miss just like, nah, I don't want to do it. No, yeah. I don't think we've ever missed for that. I no. say rarely. It's always been, there was a hurricane. <laughs> and I think we missed more than we wanted to there, is the only thing. Oh, yeah. But it was literally all... <laughs> there was no reason not to. We had 
yeah we don't miss for shits and giggles no it's it's always like life difficulty yeah technical difficulty we've never missed by our own volition yeah it's always been something like it's always timing oh yeah we have missed one because we didn't get episodes researched in time but that was also like the same weekend we recorded episode 10 which was like a three-hour recording with Aaron, right yeah like we spent all this time recording for episode 10 which turned out to be like a monster of an episode and then didn't get to research i think it was 12 so we only recorded that two that weekend instead of three yeah or something like that and then we've we've we didn't do one for the holidays yes because we took holidays. holidays to ourselves and we missed for the literal natural disaster if anybody holds that over me <laughs> it was a fucking hurricane shut up a week after not week a little while after school started too it was like yeah school started and then we got a hurricane yeah three weeks and in. we had episodes pre-recorded yeah, no, we we did we didn't we put them out that week. Yeah, we just missed weeks down the line because yeah. we we couldn't keep up. Like we no, yeah, I literally could not get back home. Yeah, no, to I, edit or upload anything. Yeah, I I missed like a week just for the hurricane having to be yeah away from school and then got COVID and then had to I stay away. You got COVID <laughs> right after too. I missed like a month of school no, back to back. I forgot you got. COVID, that was another reason we had to skip because no. we did not have the re- remote recording Yo, available and um i wasn't gonna go by anyone with covid i just remembered this oh no. i meant to talk about this last night um have you looked at itunes reviews recently no there there's a couple more and one of them <laughs> is our only not five star rating um and they were like i tried listening but they talk a lot in the beginning it was like homie that's the brand dude wait no that is the most validating thing i've ever heard in my entire life because every true crime podcast has those reviews (laughs) no like and that's why we drink talk about it all the time she's like yeah the the reviews where they say we talk too much really hurt my feelings but like shut up you're listening to nothing but people talk the whole point of a podcast is to hear someone talk that's crazy i didn't even know no i thought it was the funniest thing ever because we literally in the first episode we're like we're gonna do this little bit in the beginning yeah. where we talk about the mundane yeah because it's morbid and the mundane and we also without the the in there i've mentioned it before but i always even if we over talk i cut it yeah it's, i'll cut bits out so it's always between 10 to 15 minutes of introduction that's really validating for me. And no, I know it's fun. not a five-star review. How, well, how many stars was it? I think it's two. Bitch! I'm about to look at it. I want to see it. No, it's very exciting. No, I'm so excited. A negative review! I've been wanting one of those. When you, when you get the hate comments, you know you made it. No! Emily, <laughs> our first bad review. And then the next one, you might have to believe her name, is from Bella. Oh, no. Bella has left three different reviews. I'm obsessed with her. I'm not, we should text Roxy to ask. <gasps> Roxy wants to be on the podcast. I know. I want her on. Yes. I think we should do it for 50. That would be so exciting. Because she's the other, she's the, the other point of our triangle of oldest grandchildren. Yes. Yeah, no, she's, they're camping this weekend, so that's why I didn't ask to do it for 40, but. I 
I'm so excited. I tried listening, but they just keep rambling at the beginning of each episode. <laughs> yes, we've made it. You nailed the brand, homie. Oh my god, you nailed it. With that being said, if you're a fan, don't leave us negative reviews <laughs> yeah. because we're excited. <laughs> I don't want... We get an influx of nothing but negative reviews after this. <laughs> Everybody hates it. Oh, please, if you like it, leave the happy reviews. Dude, the other day at work... If you don't like it... You can leave some hate ones. That's okay. Fair. <laughs> the other day at work. So we have a few new coworkers since the podcast has started. And I'm one of those people that like I'm very self-conscious about talking about my personal projects because I don't like to sound like I'm preaching, you know? Yeah. So I don't, I do not talk about the podcast unless like something as crazy has happened. And in which case I talk about it to people who listen. Mm -hmm. So like Faith, Andy, like people who have already listened. But I don't talk about it to strangers, and I don't bring it up. But the other day at work, we were talking about true crime cases. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we gotta, oh, no, 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 no. And my friends do that to me all the time. They're like, wouldn't you know something about this, Emily? And I have to be like, oh. The problem is I'm too informed. <laughs> no, I literally will just start talking about it. It'll become a podcast episode. No, the the most recent one where I had someone find out, because I'm kind of the same way. I don't really bring it up unless it's super relevant. I did use like it as it, my icebreaker for every one of my college classes. That was like <laughs> an interesting fact about myself is I have a true crime podcast. No, you cannot know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine. Uh, I was just sitting there while Adam and his roommates were, were playing Rocket League. Bless. And I wanted to play, but some it was updating or something so okay. I, I did my podcast research waiting and some one of the other people in the dorm walked in i was like what are you doing i was like podcast research because i forgot they didn't know that i had a podcast they're like why are you researching podcast thank you um i was like no no for my podcast they're like, you have a podcast i was like oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the we were talking about you're gonna listen to packages crinkling for a second sorry guys um we were talking about horror movies because someone mentioned that they had never seen a, it's a shout out to natalie who i'm obsessed with um she'd mentioned she'd never seen it and that is like a sin to me i've watched this movie so many times i've hosted countless viewing parties for this movie because i'm obsessed with that mm -hmm. fucking clown <laughs> and i was telling natalie i was like natalie i have no qualms like come watch it at my house I will sit with you the entire time. I will not complain about rewatching it. I will <laughs> cook you food if you watch this movie with me. I because no one else will anymore. <laughs> um, and on from that subject, we got to the subject of spoiler alert, Amityville. And I was like, oh yeah, I was gonna research that for my podcast, and then I backed out because it was too much content. Like it was really overwhelming to have to sift through what was real and what was fake, what was fictional, what wasn't. I was like, I'll do it later. Natalie was like, wait, 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 back up. <laughs> the first part of that sentence. Like, you have a podcast? I was like, shit. No, <laughs> I don't. I was like, shit. Um, yeah. And she was like, what, what is it on? What's it called? Tell me everything. I was like, no. <laughs> and she was like, no, send it to me. Like, I love true crime. Like, I'll listen to it. I was like, no. And then she said, no, send it to me. So yeah, at I some did. point when I like, if we're talking about true crime or like it's on a spooky topic like that. And I, I realize I've like talk too much i'll yeah. be like i'm not crazy i know all of this because i have a podcast on it yeah and the the truth is i know it because i'm crazy and then capitalized on that crazy <laughs> and made a podcast 
but they don't that's need, a clip they don't need to know that bit. so no, yeah it's my fallback i'm like it's okay that i know a bunch about serial killers because it's for a podcast i research it for a project gang but from con- from talking about her sarah oh i don't well no no that's a very vague name mm-hmm. another co-worker was like clocking in or clocking out or something and overheard and she was like like wow you know a lot about this stuff came in the wrong point in the conversation and we were like yeah i have a podcast <laughs> and sarah was like you have a podcast and i don't know how because no one has seemed to notice that our podcast sticker like hangs above andy's desk <laughs> and i was like yeah that that one and they were like what i didn't know that's what that was i was like yeah that's what the ghost sheets are for no that's my favorite thing once like because my friend who found out why people were playing rocket league um I always am like, we're in those ghost sheets. That's us. That's not a stock photo. We did that. <laughs> that. <laughs> because there's the other thing was like in my in my icebreakers now. That's my icebreaker. Because I have a true crime podcast. And it's both it's a double edged sword. Because then the people who do like true crime want know that they can talk to you about it. Yeah. But then they want to know what the podcast is called. <laughs> and it's like, no, <laughs> I'm not telling you. Because then you will know too much about me. That I don't know. Yeah. But like, there's this one kid in my, mark, one of my marketing classes who sits like right next to me. And now every time I come in, like he talks to me about it. And he saw me because they were, they were talking, he was talking to somebody else asking about she wanted to visit a haunted place on her road trip. Also, not something to talk to me about. <laughs> and he was like, don't you have the podcast on that stuff? Like, oh, wait, it's true crime. And I was like, no, it's true crime and ghosts. Yeah, I'm and a person to talk to. And SCPs. And I opened the Notion account of our episode guide. <gasps> and he was like, what is that? And I was like, it's the complete list of every topic we've ever talked about. And he was like, you have to show me more. <laughs> he's like, no. I cannot do that. But it's it's very validating. Because even if we don't have that many listeners, we've got a negative review. <laughs> we've made it. And just saying that we have a podcast that's episode, like, 38. Yeah, that's crazy. This is episode 39. Our birthday's coming up. I know. I saw did on you the see calendar. My, um, did you see my memories the other day? Oh, you're not on Snapchat that much. I am. Dog my memory, though. I'm kind of dumb. Um, so my year ago today popped up the other day, and it was our first test episode. Oh, that I did see that. It wasn't our first recording. Because Adam makes a weird noise just mm-hmm. sitting there. It was the first time I ever took you guys to the studio so that we could test how it would go. Because the next time was our first recording. So that's going to pop up on my memory sometime soon. And then after that, it'll be our first air date. That's exciting. I'm going to cry. Ooh, last fun thing. So, we all know my platonic soulmate, the love of my life. Oh, does he post his real name online? He does. John. D&D monetized. Yeah. His... Love John. He posts his real name. We can double check before this goes Yeah, I'll, I, if, if it's bleeped out, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know. Um... I love him to death. He's one of my favorite people ever in the entire world. And he has taken... I'm obsessed with him. He's so supportive. I'm about... Oh, I don't know if I should... I'm going to buy his merch. 
<gasps> Yay! <laughs> I'm gonna buy his merch. Um, I already have it like bookmarked on my bookmarked on my computer. I'm obsessed with John, but he Snapchats me randomly now, just to say like I was listening to the, he listens to them out of order though, which is kind of a sin. But he was like, I just listened to episode 38 and like, wow, that's crazy. Like, I want to clip parts of your podcast to use them for D&D skits on TikTok. And I was like, do it, first of all. And then we started talking about how Margarita really got jumped. Like, <laughs> but like, I loved it. No, she really, she, that was rough. She did not see that coming at all. She, she was taken ball. out so fast. I'm so mad about it. Like, I placed bets on the wrong hooker. Yeah, I know, so fast. And I was like, oh no, I have to break the news so soon after because there's no buildup. <laughs> She's just killed. Should we start? Um, I think so. That was hesitant. Yeah, I was trying to, I always forget where the time is. So I was like, how long have we talked? About 17 minutes. I'll cut it down to 15. Don't worry. For the fucking podcast review. I'm so kidding. I love that negative review. I'm going to frame it. I hope that one's also Bella. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Bella's just all of the reviews. It's very validating, though, that I didn't recognize the name in the username. Yeah. I was like, that really was a stranger who listened and decided they hated us. (laughs) Like, wow. Yes, people are forming opinions about us. (laughs) Okay. So material girl. <laughs> material girl. I like it. Picasso. <laughs> okay, so now here comes the other part of the disclaimer. Emily has already heard this story. Emily has heard this story because I have already told it to her. In the corrupted. In the corrupted audio yeah. file. But I'm comforting myself because it was on Discord. There wasn't a whole lot of banter. It was, like, a week ago, though, so, like, you do know exactly what's gonna happen. I, I forget pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. The dogging on your own memory is one of my favorite ongoing jokes in this podcast. I am a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> when I had you guess the randonautica. You literally told me two weeks before. You had watched the TikTok of me. Oh, and the Black Eyed Kids. You watched the TikTok of me talking about it like the same day. No, sitting on the couch talking to you. Completely forgot. We talked about it and then went upstairs to record. Had no clue. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, yeah. So Emily has already heard this story. I'm gonna tell it again because it was a really good true crime case. And y'all haven't heard it. Yeah. It still works. It didn't feel right to just not talk about it yeah why why not so emily's already heard it but mac is still sensitive (laughs) so don't talk about it (laughs) so today would you like to guess (laughs) i'm gonna give i'll give you some hints no don't do this to me (laughs) you don't remember i'll hack the podcast and cut this part out (laughs) It's a no, true crime I know. case. <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> then let it be your first real guess. It's a true crime case. It's one of the most famous kidnapping cases ever. Um, and they live, which is a very sudden twist in true crime cases. It's very famous. There's a documentary on it. Do you know what I'm talking about today? I'm now guessing every part of my life. Like, Are you serious? I don't. I don't have a podcast. <laughs> Do you seriously not remember? I know what it is. <laughs> hey, 
her kid's name is Beth. I just <laughs> am now thinking it's the wrong last name. What do you think it is? Is it Stoffer? Yes. Okay. Mary Stoffer. Yeah. Okay. I had it right, but I literally, you started talking. I was like, I don't know it. <laughs> I had it exactly right. I knew her kid's name. I know the other kid's name that I'm not going to say. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. But I, I like, I know the details. I just, you said it and I was like, my name's not Emily. <laughs> Hold on. Anyway. I'm going to leave that in, and the podcast just won't know what that bang was. <laughs> um, I have not eaten anything today except candy. It was a gunshot. Oh, yeah. It was a gunshot. And that killed me. I did. Ghosts. Noki. <laughs> <laughs> Your time is coming. I also love that that is something for the podcast now. Like, yes. We have people. Like, we can talk about people from our Discord. Episode 200. I still don't know if we can say... I'm gonna bleep, I'm gonna bleep it out, and then I'm gonna message him privately. I don't know if we can say his name because it's actually his name. Oh. Whereas like Noki is like a screen name, Minion is a screen name. I don't know if we can say his name because it's like just his name. Yeah. I'll message him. I mean, if we say their their screen names in Discord, you can just log into Discord and see the same name, right? Which is a public Discord, and we put out there that it's a public Discord. Join our Discord join our public discord <laughs> dude anyway oh you guessed right yeah but it was cheating no i've given you answers before and you haven't remembered <laughs> not only was i given Twice. the answer i was given the entire story <laughs> you hope i could i'm gonna start asking you at random points to guess what happens next <laughs> i'm gonna start saying the wrong stuff on purpose yeah okay so this pod, this topic is a little interesting because we already know what happens. So let's see. Let's see. So first, before I talk about Mary at all, I'm going to tell you about somebody named Ming Sen Xiu. He's born October 15th, 1950. What's his zodiac sign? This has become a quiz episode. A Virgo. No. Mary's a Virgo? Mary's the Virgo. Yeah, that's who it was. He's a Libra. That's what, yep. And I usually love Libras, so I felt a little betrayed, not gonna lie. But he's born as a Libra in Taiwan. I wanted to eat the chocolate. <laughs> Take your time. Do you like these? But it, oh. I'm okay, thank you. Fuck you. I had cake earlier. Was it good cake? Oh, yeah. Was it king cake? No. I'm surprised. Doesn't your dad usually get king cake? I think they had king cake earlier in the week. Anyway. So when he's eight years old, he, his mom, his two siblings, and his dad move from Taiwan to Minnesota. Minnesota. A jump. Yeah. His dad dies three years after the move, but he was like a professor at the University of Minnesota. So Ming wasn't very nice. No. To people. Um, he was described as violent, particularly to his siblings. Um, and he'd, he beat his siblings from adolescence to adulthood. That, that got me. When you first said that, I was like, no, no one stepped in the way. No. Nothing. E it was able to progress from child, child all the way into adulthood. 
That's my thing great. is, like, as adults, you continued to let him beat the fuck out of you? you? Yeah, you didn't go away? You never swung back? I mean, that. But, like, adults... Wait, what? Can... How? How does it happen? It doesn't. <laughs> Except when it did. So... His behavior, though, it doesn't get better over time. So he's not just, like, an evil child that suddenly grows up. He's an evil child that grows up to an evil teenager. And he starts to... Two things. He throws rocks at cars. <laughs> you remember? Again. Yeah. <laughs> and then he sets fire to the apartments of at least three strangers. <laughs> That's such a, a fast track. You go from tossing rocks at people... To literal to arson. arson. That's a crime. <laughs> arson. Yeah. It is a crime. <laughs> this episode is unhinged. <laughs> no, yeah. Of at least three different people. That also. And it also wasn't like, hmm, I lit their car on. Like, even their car where it's like out in the street. That's one thing. Their apartments. <laughs> How did he get in? <laughs> or did he like just light a piece of paper on fire? No, I was about to say, is this a Mazel Tov cocktail situation, <laughs> or is it like he's? What made him pick the strangers? I have so many questions. Yeah, yeah. I wanted more details on that, but he did have to go to psychotherapy at fourteen because of the arson, which makes sense. I mean, they tried to curb it. He was fourteen in psychotherapy for arson. Yeah, that's arson. And throwing rocks. Don't forget the throwing rocks. Oh, yeah, that's the key part. <laughs> that's the fucking part I shouldn't forget. Anyway, his mom said that he was really persistent about being right all the time. Like, he was a fucking know-it-all. And uh, that he was uncontrollable as a child. He took... It's weird because the contrast is he was always right and yet took no responsibility for his actions. So, um, his mom also said that she was afraid of him. And that she described him as, quote, having no feelings like a dog. Oh, yeah. Dogs have nothing. There's no thought in a dog's eyes. It's only feeling. Like, yeah. I, I, I get her sentiment. I feel for her. That's very scary to have a scary child. But I'm a little lost on the dog. To have no feelings like a dog. Shut up. <laughs> dogs are perfect don't don't slander them like that so for one year from 1965 to 1966 ming goes to alexander ramsey high school in roseville and he develops a crush this crush is on a woman named mary stoffer who is also his teacher let's say keyword woman algebra teacher he's in ninth grade she is his teacher. So, if that doesn't tell you where this is like going. Like 13, 14. He's 14. <laughs> She's a fully grown woman with a husband. But this crush turns into infatuation, like, very quickly. It does, it's not like, oh my god, I, I write my name in the, or their name in the margins of my notebook. He starts writing fucking porn. Like, hardcore porn um about her and at first it's just fan fiction he's just writing about sexual fantasies but characters from movies so like 
I'm trying to think, like, making Thor fuck the Hulk kind of situation. Um, but then he quickly drops that and gets straight to the point. Gets to the point, which is not covering it up. Using her name. Ugh. So he writes everything from consensual sex to rape and gang rape. Awful. And then decides very early on that the only way he would ever be able to satisfy these urges would be to kidnap her. Which is a logical thought for a high school boy. I was going to say, it's so... What a bold... The fact that he... To be 14 and be like, I could kidnap someone. And brutally assault them. And get away with it. Easily. Yeah, to, to like... That's a Tuesday. The balls? What? Anyway. I mean, it's just crazy that someone even... No, yeah. The thought process is just crazy to go through of someone who's, like, obsessed like that in these kind of, like, stalking crimes. Mm -hmm. It's, like, insane the levels some people logic it out as okay. It's interesting, though, because the contrast of, like, like him who just fully believed he could do it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he had this infatuation with her. He was obsessed with her. But, like, said he was going to kidnap her. Yeah. As opposed to other stalkers who, like, go so deep that they think that person is in love with them. Yeah. You know, and just can't say it. So the only solution is to take them. Yeah. To rescue them. Like, the logical jumps are interesting. No, just the psychology of it all is... Yeah. Crazy. So, well, we're going to jump over to our other main character. Mary graduates from Bethel College in St. Paul in 1965. Um, for those of you who can do math, our boy, when she graduates college, our boy is 15. When she graduates from college. So, she marries... Wait. What? Not 15. 1965. He's born in 1950. Oh, did I say it wrong last time? No, but if he's 15 when she graduates college, but he's 14. Oh, wait. No, something's wrong here. You're right. She teaches from 1967 to 1968. I mean, it, it totally could have been like a TA thing, too. Yeah, I don't know. She immediately starts teaching after college. So this, the next year. So it's just a little close. Hazy yeah. dates. And it could have been like a he TA might have thing. Been, yeah, we'll figure it out. Regardless. He's a child. Yeah, he's still, yeah, 14, 15. Too young. Mm-hmm. For but, sure. So they... Errol just sent me money? Oh. <laughs> he bought it with my card. That makes sense. I was just like, Errol sent me $4. For what? Anyway. Maybe. So, her... So, Mary's timeline is as follows. She graduates from college. She marries her husband, Irv. I-R-V. Hated it. Irv. She teaches at a high school for two years and then goes to the Philippine for four, Philippines for four. Her and her husband are Christian missionaries. So she's teaching for a few years. 
two, and then immediately goes to the Philippines. In this two-year window is when Ming develops his obsession with her. He's in ninth grade. So among her first ever students was Ming. Um, all she knows about him is that he shows promise academically and that he was in football and wrestling and that he had no behavioral problems. Which is crazy. Which is insane. Literal arson. <laughs> that's not a behavioral problem. That's a crime. Um, yeah. But, like, nothing? So someone who's so, like, yeah. beats up his siblings to have no... It's so weird that, like, was composed at and, school yeah. and performed well. Like, was yeah. a smart kid. But behind the scenes... Was writing porn. And committing arson. Porn and arson. Whoa. So, other students start coming to Mary to tell Mary that this kid is obsessed with her. And Mary's like, no, he's fine. She doesn't see, she doesn't get, like, she knows that people are telling her this, but she's not concerned because he's a child. Yeah. Um, and she also leaves. Like, she leaves the country. For four years. For four years with her husband. Like, it's she's fine. Totally removed from that, yeah. So time passes. And, you know, in this, like, they have children together. Um, by 1975, so 10 years after she was teaching, because she teaches from 19, about 10 years. She starts teaching in 1967. Um, they're starting new, I, like, new churches and stuff in the Philippines. And at the same time, he's still stalking her, Ming awful so about 10 years later he goes to her house in doolith he breaks into her house with a gun and has full intentions on kidnapping her what's the twist you may ask there do be a problem it's not her house (laughs) straight up is not mary's house just incorrect her in-laws her, specifically, her father-in-law was also named Irv. Irv Stoffer. The exact same name as her husband. So Ming breaks into her in-law's house thinking that this was her house. He puts a gun to Irv Sr. and says, call your wife into the room. And it's not Mary that walks in. It's Mary's mother-in-law. Yeah. And at this point is when he realizes he fucked up. Uh-uh. And so he tied them up and forced them onto the ground. And he threatened to kill them if they ever reported the crime. So they don't. (laughs) The quote from Mary's husband in an interview was, um, he had the wrong Mrs. Stauffer, Mary's husband said. He held them at gunpoint and tied them up. He threatened them that if they ever called the police, he would come back and shoot them. And then he locked them in a bedroom downstairs and they never did report it to the police. That's crazy. Isn't it? How'd they get out? <laughs> you asked the same thing over Discord, and I did not think to look it up, because I do not know how they got out. That's... Genuinely. They were tied up in a bedroom. I presume that they just, like, wiggled out of their bonds eventually. I guess. That's just crazy. Right. To not call the police after that. It's, it's mean, so they, scary. They, but, like, they thought he'd, they'd, that he'd come back and kill them. Yeah, no, I, I definitely get the, like, the fear of it. I like that happens all the time in these stories where people are told don't call and they don't call because when when someone's got to obviously track down where you live or what it looks like to you track down where you lived and knew your name and points a gun at you probably don't across them and that I gotta say though 
I would report it to the police. I if I escaped, I've seen too many crime documentaries. To it, I would know that they would be coming back immediately, move and then report it to the police. Yeah, or start call call the police and file the paperwork same day. Yeah, literally, like I don't. Yeah, you you can't. So many times this happens yep. where it's like this could have been solved in years prior if he was caught for this crime. Yeah, and, and that's been put away. Thing. It's always like. If it, he had been arrested for this little thing 10 years before, then this bigger thing may not have happened. Yeah. Which is also true in this case. Yeah. If yeah. he had been arrested for this, he probably would not have been able to sec- successfully kidnap her later. Spoiler yeah. alert. Anyway. <laughs> we did start on that. Yeah. So Mary's literally not even in the country at this time. She was with her family in the Philippines. It's also unclear as to Mary's timeline because I think there were two separate because her child was born in Nebraska. Her child was born in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them. So I'm pretty sure what happens is she graduates from college. They That wind was crazy just now. That, was, that sounded like a vacuum cleaner turning on. Anyway. I'm pretty sure what happened was she graduated. They go to, mis- they go to be missionaries for like a few years. And then they came back at a point. For a little window of time, their children are born within like a two to three year window, and then they went back again mm-hmm. because they make multiple trips. Yeah. Um, but she didn't officially come back and to Minnesota until 1979, which was four years after the home invasion. That's crazy. And because, just to make it clear, because her children were born in this window in Nebraska, there was some point that she had to come home. I have a daiquiri now. <laughs> it's Reese's peanut butter cup flavored. Oh, you can't I... even taste the liquor. I have nothing. Would you like a sip? I'm good. No. Boozy. <laughs> but delicious. Side note in the Discord, tell us about your state's views on alcohol. What? No, I'm serious. <laughs> We were talking about this at dinner the other day. Like, oh yeah, so Louisiana's I'm, crazy with alcohol. No, yeah, we. They just went through a drive-through liquor store and got daiquiris. Yeah, into go cups. Into go cups. <laughs> and they sometimes tape over where the straw goes. Never. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, literally, they just like, don't. I'm curious. Tell us because, like, some people, like, some places can't, like, like we can get alcohol from grocery stores and gas stations and gas stations which is everywhere that's like unheard of yeah no it we like any store Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can find something um yeah no when i first walgreens of dry counties and stuff the the the, that blew my mind that some places you just can't have things in the pair the county not parish because nowhere else calls them that. We are really special snowflakes. <laughs> like, our state is really self-obsessed, and yet we're, like, 50th in the world for education. Pop off. Not the world, the country. Like, we're terrible. But we think we're the shit, and it's because we have good food and drive through <laughs> liquor stores. And Mardi Gras. Oh, and Mardi Gras. <laughs> and Mardi Gras. Ooh. Lux said, and crawfish. <laughs> There, there is crawfish. Lux is listening to this story also for a second time. Um, so anyway, alcohol aside, they come back 
and he tried to abduct Mary at least four other times that we know of. Ugh. And he thought he could do it in high school. All unknown to her, to her too. She didn't know any of it. Um, one year later, after she returns, she figures, he figures out where she lives. And he starts to stalk her. He tries to break into her apartment three separate times. He even tried to drill holes into the floor beneath Mary's bed. I, what he thought he could achieve. I lost my mind the first time hearing this. Yeah. How did he get under, like, in the room below her? And then how did he know where the bed was to drill the holes? And what were the holes for? Did he know he was under the bed? I have, I, like, mind-boggled by yeah. what that is. It's just countless, countless <laughs> questions. What was happening? Nothing What does sense. this achieve? literally like was he trying to tap the room there was another quote from one of the other articles um because side note i didn't mention it at the beginning of this but most of my information came from a really really thorough article that came out it was an interview with mary her daughter and her husband right before the documentary aired so it was a really thorough interview and irv was asked about this and irv remembers like sweeping up the sawdust that's insane and stuff and like just not knowing and where just it- not knowing where it came from crazy but yeah so 1980 may 16th of 1980 um mary is preparing for another missionary trip they're going to the philippines again and they were actually set to leave the next day crazy and they'd be spending another four years in the philippines doing missionary work so the whole day is running errands for Mary. She, in the morning, she takes her six-year-old, Steve is his name, uh, to get his hair cut. And then in the afternoon, she takes Elizabeth to get her hair cut at the salon. She probably felt like such a big girl. And then they finish their haircut. And they're leaving their haircut. And she goes to unlock the passenger side. And Ming approaches her. From outside the busy intersection. Um, Mary's quote is, I thought he just wanted directions. He had a gun in his waistband and he put it at Beth's side and said, I need a ride. I was ready to give him the keys to the car. Yeah, you don't. It seems like he just wants to steal the car. Yeah. And that's what she was prepared to give him. Because at this point, important to note, Mary still does not know who this person is. Terrifying. Um, Has not clued into the fact that she's being stalked which just shows that he was a very bad stalker but anyway um so he forces them at gunpoint into the car and actually mary is driving he's in the passenger seat and beth is in the back um mary actually is trying to talk to him on this drive the quote is i said we are christians and our god specializes in helping people in trouble He said, shut up and drive, and I don't think he was ready to hear the gospel at that point. No. Mary's a bold bitch for (laughs) preaching to her kidnapper. Like, God will help you. Pop off. If that had been a random kidnapping and not, like, a stalking, calculated kidnapping, tell me she would not have been shot. Yeah. For, like, preaching to her kidnapper. Yeah, no, that could be... Starting to make him feel guilty. Yeah. That could... A dangerous line to walk. But... So at one point they're driving, 
and a police officer comes up behind them at an intersection, and Ming threatens her that if they turn and the police officer turns in the same direction, that he would shoot Beth. Thankfully, that's not what happened. But, like, <laughs> I guess maybe he was worried she called the police. But, like, she can't call him off. <laughs> like, what, the, what is the threat going to Stand do? down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know I, I just called, but, like, you I don't have... I take it back. It was a misunderstanding. <laughs> what? We're cool now. We're cool now. <laughs> um, but he, Ming gets annoyed. Um, so he binds their hands and then shoves them into the trunk. And Mary still doesn't know who he is. Still doesn't know who he is. Um, but they're driving. Do, 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 do. And he has to stop the car twice. Okay? So the first time is because they are praying too loudly. <laughs> and he covers their mouth with duct tape and then keeps driving. The second time, it's a little different. So he is actually making the switch off from Mary's rental car because it, she had rented it or the the church group that she worked with rented it for her or something before her. Um, It was a rental. That's the important thing. They were switching from Mary's rental to his van, mm-hmm. which is black and windowless. But when he opens the trunk, he realizes that Mary had partially freed Elizabeth at this point. Like, if, if they'd been in there for a little while longer, Elizabeth would have gotten loose. Mm-hmm. And so he starts threatening them. But he parks his van. He had parked his van in a nearby parking lot. So he pulls up, he opens the trunk, um, and he puts a massive spare tire on the two of them in the, in the backseat of the van. In the back of his van. Um presumably he was busy with something it is mentioned later that he took the plates off the car and hid them nearby so that's probably what he was doing regardless he was not by the van at this point point. Mm-hmm. and there were two boys six-year-olds <laughs> who sees this car and gets interested and one of them walks around the back to investigate yeah just a look he walks to the trunk sees mary and beth and all he can say is, whoa, before he's grabbed and thrown into the drunk. Drama. <laughs> Mary's quote is, quote, I think our abductor panicked and grabbed, the boy's name is Jason, and threw him in the trunk on top of us. The other boy saw what happened to his friend and ran home. We didn't know what had happened. And all of a sudden, the trunk is slammed, the car is started, and it peels out. It was a wild ride from there. Mary is talking to him, but he is so scared that he can only say his name and his age. Um, Beth is actually quoted saying, he wouldn't stop crying and he said he needed to get home because he needed to visit his grandma this weekend. And I mentioned that I was supposed to visit my grandma too. That's so sad. His name is Jason Wilkman and he is six years old a baby mm-hmm. so ming continues driving to an isolated wildlife refuge in anoka county he takes the boy out and he beats him to death with a metal rod oh and then I he just leaves him there hate hearing it he's six a child mm-hmm. 
Um, but after that, he gets back in the car, he keeps driving, and he takes them to the business he owned, which is actually an electronics store. It's also a crazy route. We we talked we hinted yeah. about it. Not hit. We talked about it a lot with on Discord. Yeah. But <laughs> it's just like a such a weird route to follow. No, yeah, he he made it really complicated and convoluted. Yeah. On purpose, but because literally his house, like they're at the electronics store right now. He gives he lets them go to the bathroom, he lets them drink juice, like, and then it's back in the van, and then they go to his house. His house is six miles away from Mary's. Ugh. But this route was extra convoluted because he's taking like this wild yeah it doesn't want to be followed or traced so So easy because he goes from the the salon to an undisclosed location where he stops and duct tapes them and then to a different parking lot where his van is and then to a wildlife reserve and then to his store and then home um yeah so he drives them to his house and he locks them in a narrow closet. It's 21 inches wide and four feet long. Such a, like, deep. Like, it's not even two feet this way, but four feet back. Well, I presume it's one of those ones with, like, the pulling doors. Oh, I didn't. So it's, yeah. like, long. And yeah, thin, I see. Instead of, like, long and deep. I've seen ones like that, and that's why I was like, I didn't think that was common practice to make a bad closet. <laughs> but, but that makes more sense. <laughs> I'm glad I could fix your image on the second trip. Thank you. Um, so there is no doorknob, though, is the other thing. So, quote, this closet had obviously been prepared for us because there was no clothes hanging on the rod. There were some blankets and a plastic bag on a shelf. A light bulb with a pull chain, a scatter rug, and two small throw pillows on the floor. So it had been prepared. He probably just wasn't expecting to have Mary and her daughter. Mm-hmm. So the next day, because they're in there overnight, the next day he takes Mary out and he ties her up into the, in the living room. So he spreads a blanket on the living room floor, blindfolds her, and ties her to a piece of furniture. Um... And this is all recorded, but he does, like, an interview, essentially. Um, He says, quote, do you remember the student who developed a formula for an algebra problem? When he said that, I remembered him, but he hadn't given me any problems in class. So it was just now, being spread out on his living room floor, that she remembers who this person is. Yeah, and it took him hinting at yeah. it. Yeah. So he interviews her um, and then repeatedly rapes her on video for somewhere between three to six hours. So, yeah. Um, part of the interview portion, though, was that he indicated that she'd given him a b plus in algebra which prevented him from going to college um as a result he said he was drafted into the vietnam war and became a pow none of this is true he's just lying none of this was true um he finished number one in his high school class he likely earned a scholarship to any college he wanted to um he was voted most likely to succeed he 
attended the University of Minnesota, never served in the U.S. military, and instead started a business in in the city. Yeah. So just... He was just trying to make her feel guilty. Yeah. Because it's not like he's insane. He didn't believe that happened. Yeah, it was just lying. A clear distinction from someone like Richard Chase, who genuinely believed that... (laughs) That his blood was turning to powder. Anyway, (laughs) I like bringing him up. That's a wild story. His blood turned to powder. Anyway, mm, Daiquiri. (laughs) He revealed to Mary a three-step plan to avenge the wrongs that he believed she had caused him. It's so weird that it shifts between revenge and this, like, love. Kind of, it's so weird. But he's delusional. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. deluded himself for so long. Like, I get it. Still just. What kind of headspace do you have to be in to want to kidnap somebody? Anyway, Mary's quoted as saying, I said, what are you going to do for revenge? He began to remove my slacks and underpants and pull my shirt over my head and said, I think you can guess. I don't want your scars to be physical. I want them to be emotional. I want you to feel dirty, debased, and degraded. Ew. Isn't it? At which point, he videos at least six hours of rape sessions over the the first one was somewhere between three and six. Mm-hmm. But in total, he had about nine hours of video um, before he had to return the video camera he had on loan. Yeah, this is, it's so much. It's just like. Yeah, the assaults continued for days after, uh, but there was only nine hours on video. Mm-hmm. Only nine hours. Yeah, already. Insane. He rapes her daily. Also, he took the, the SD cards out. Oh, yeah. He didn't. He didn't give them. I, like, knew that that's what happened, but I was like, it did this man. Are you about to tell me the cops found him because someone went through the footage on the camera? Oh, no. I was, I was going to be so mad if that's what happened. I mean, happy that it ended. No, yeah, but, like. But, like, just what? <laughs> like, how crazed. So. He complained a lot during these assaults that Mary wasn't giving him enough affection. Um, he literally went as far as to try to suffocate Beth once and would not stop until Mary kissed him. Um, the quote, Mary's quote. I said, I'm so sorry, I can't do that. I love my husband and I promise to be true to him until death. And what you ask, I cannot do. She recalled, so he got this big, clear plastic bag and said, have you ever watched someone die by suffocation? You're going to watch your daughter die by suffocation. He put this plastic bag over her whole body as she sat in the closet. He tucked it underneath her and said, it'll take four to five minutes. She'll gradually breathe up all the oxygen in the bag and then she'll die. Beth said, mom, what does he want you to do? I said, he wants me to sin. Oh, Mom, don't sin, but please, can I come out from under this bag because it's so hot in here? I could see the perspiration running down her face, and the bag was contracting around her face. It was horrible. I didn't have words to describe it. So she kisses him on the cheek. He says that's not enough. Finally, she gives him one peck on the lips, and that is enough to get him to take the bag off of Beth. Thankfully. Yeah. 
So during this whole debacle, because I don't think I mentioned that, that he kept them for 53 days. Ugh. 53 days. Um, this whole time, he keeps going to work. Yeah. Just... And during his eight-hour shifts, he'd put Beth in a box in his van while her mom was locked in the closet. For eight hours. It's a miracle she didn't die. Yeah. But Mary was still really worried that he'd start to hurt Beth, so she kind of just complied. Um, quote, it's one thing for a married lady to be raped, but it's quite another horrible thing for a child to be raped. He said, whatever else I am, I'm not a child molester. And he did not rape Beth or make her watch the rapes, but he did threaten to. So, furthermore, he told her that he would kill her husband and son if she tried to escape. But Mary's husband is worried because he's a good dude. Mm -hmm. He's worried the second she doesn't come home from the salon. Yeah. Like, that same day. Um, I mean, they were leaving for a trip. So yeah. That's- so he goes to, like, so first he calls the salon to confirm that they did leave. And then he and either, it's either Mary's sister or his sister um, spent the night calling hospitals to see if they'd gotten into some accident. That's so smart also. But the police, because he did go to the police, but they were more concerned because Jason's friend had told the police that Jason was taken. And at this point, Jason's friend had not walked around to the back of the car. Yeah, so he, he did know. not know that Mary and Beth were in there. Um, and the police also believed that this was like a domestic dispute, that Mary had gotten cold feet the day before the trip and like left with her daughter. Mm-hmm. But the police searched the area where Jason went missing and found the license plate to Mary's car. So kind of connects. Yeah. Finally. It's finally connected after like a week, I mm-hmm. think. Um back to Ming. He's really strict at first with the rules, but he does relax slowly. They were allowed to eat in the kitchen. Mary and Beth were tied together, but they were allowed to eat in the kitchen. And by t- day ten they were allowed to shower. He bought Beth games and the TV. He often played Uno with them while they were eating dinner together, and he called Beth Bethy. Creepy. Disgusting. Also, they'll try to, like, buy your obedience and buy your Mm -hmm. affection. It's so creepy. It's weird that he, like, had affection towards her. Yeah. Or just wanted to, like, knew it was a kid, wanted Mm -hmm. to, like, keep her distracted. But even still, that's just so... Tried to suffocate her with a bag. Yeah, it's so weird. And like I was talking about earlier, the flip-flop between like revenge and then being lack on the rules. It's so like lying and then confessing love. Like it's so, such a weird. (laughs) He's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. I genuinely hate him. Anyway, so the only time they had ever left the house was when he brings them to a job fair in Chicago with him which is just terrible. He tied them up in the back of his rental car. And then in Chicago, he brought them to the mall to get them new clothes and all this stuff. Shopping, yeah. Yeah, and it was under the guise of being a family. So he kept Beth really close to him the whole time to keep Mary from running. But she was trying to be smart. She used a traveler's check from her purse to try and alert the cops. The bank was notified, but somehow the FBI wasn't. It's so... 
which is just frustrating. Mm-hmm. But so on July 7th of 1980, Ming leaves for work and Mary manages to remove the hinge pin from the locked closet door. And this is when I have to do the exact same thing as I did last time <laughs> and go find that clip from the article. Okay. So by Monday morning, I'm going to read a piece from the article because it was too good to not do. So. Oh, okay. Okay. So Monday morning, July 7th, hope was fading fast. Ming, realizing that he couldn't stay in the family home forever, had decided to buy a camper for the three of them to live in. We were losing heart, Mary said. We knew that he was so careful and that there was no way anybody would ever know where to look, to look for us. Though their faith had been tested, it hadn't evaporated. I said, Lord, if you make a way for us to escape, please let it be easy. Let it be something that I can do, Mary said. Ming went to work that morning, but before doing so, he attached the cable connecting Mary and Beth through the top hinge of the closet door and looped it through, allowing them to move the length of the cable and more freely around the bedroom. Remembering how her father used to take hinge pins out of doors at home, but minus a hammer, Mary tried to force the pin up. Quote, I was determined to give it my best try, and the hinge lifted out like it was greased. Now untethered to the door, Beth panicked, worrying that Ming would find them and kill them. To allay her daughter's fears, Mary put the cable back through the opening and the hinge back in the door, sat Beth down, and told her it was a sign from God. Quote, I remember being really terrified that he was in the house and would figure out we were escaping, Beth said. I did panic. She did smack me. She put that door back together and said to listen if he was here. Silence. Finally, Beth said, okay, mom, Mary said. I went back to the door and I was shaking like a leaf. This was so exciting and so scary and so risky. I pulled the hinge pin out and got our cable free, grabbed her hand and said, let's go. From the upstairs telephone, Mary called the Ramsey County Sheriff's Office and was put on hold twice before Sergeant Mike Fowler came on the line. Mary, who had found a dry cleaning tag in the closet with the address 1960 North Hamlin Avenue, knew where the police could find them. I said, this is Mary Stauffer, the Arden Hills kidnap victim, and I would like someone to come get us. I'll never forget his words. He said, is Jason with you? That's when I knew that Jason had never made it home and was most likely dead. That was worse than the rapes or the initial kidnapping. I had a six-year-old son, friendly, just like Jason. I could, picturing it happen I could picture it happening to him, and I thought about Jason's parents and prayed. It was devastating for me. At Beth's prodding and fearful of Ming's return, they hid behind an old car Ming had wrapped in plastic. Within minutes, though Mary and Beth both said it seemed like an eternity, the police arrived and they were whisked away to freedom. They were so glad to see us, Mary said. I had this feeling that they wanted to hug both of us, but I wasn't really in the mood for a, to hug anybody at that point. A wild quote. A wild little snippet. Mm-hmm. Um, she was put on hold. That is twice fr frustrating. Twice. I would have cried. Oh, yeah. Um... To have the composure to, like, look for a phone, mm -hmm. to find a tag that has the address on it. Dude, I would have broken a window. 
to stand sprinted no literally to, to hide in the house that's what i was thinking like because if it were me if the doors unlocked i would have run no, I, I, yeah, I, I'm sure they tried doors and stuff, but like once the doors didn't work, I, I would have, have thrown something through the window. The priority for me would have been to get out of the house, go run up to a neighbor, something. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to like if he sees you outside, you don't know what you do, but like tied in the house, that has to be like they said, it feels like forever. Yeah. You just have to sit. I could, I would not have the composure to be put on hold. Yeah, as soon as I was put on hold, I would have thrown the phone. I would have run. I don't even think I would look for a phone. But maybe if I like. No, yeah, that's also the thing. Like, I would not have thought to call the police. Yeah, and that feels like how like, does your adrenaline not take over and be like, this is my one shot at survival. Right, I feels, have to run. It Like, listening to the way Mary describes it and saying, like, they went into the kitchen and they dialed 911. Like, it seems so logical because if he's not in the house, if he is at work, because at this point, it has been 53 days. I was say, they know the schedule. Like, they know what he's doing. If he is at work, yeah, like, that is logical. I but, mean, like, to I, have all, you to know. To have logic in that moment. Yeah, even, like, because it's been 53 days and they have nothing to do. They're locked in a room all day. You have time to think over, like, you know, if I, what, what would I do if I got free right now? What would I do if uh the door was unlocked today what would i do it like you know you probably run through scenarios and i get that but as soon as i had a shot i think my mind would blank it would literally just be survival instincts break something get out break the lock in the door break the window and i know that beth is tied to her Mm -hmm. because for those i don't think i really illustrated it yet um they're they each have like bicycle locks around their waists essentially and then another bicycle lock linking them together like they're not they're connected but at that point i would have just picked up my daughter and ran yeah because like you've seen like that's not the first story of a mom with a child being kidnapped or even like and it's it's not it's a cable so there's a lot of like slack between you could pick her up and put her out the window kind of but it's like it's so logical the way mary handled it it's so composed she called the cops and said i would like to i would like for someone to come get us Mm -hmm. how are you not freaking the fuck out i would be screaming i'd be like i was kidnapped my name is come (laughs) get me i would have punched a hole and that's the other thing i was thinking about after we recorded on discord how did the neighbors not see her in the windows um yeah i should there's i mean precautions probably but at that point break a fucking window and start waving like a maniac yeah that i i don't i don't the waiting is yeah. what to hide in the house it, it i'm lost like it i would not be able to keep it together no. i literally every part of me like you have to get out but it took once they did get on the phone it took the police like minutes to get there yeah so they weren't waiting for like terribly long they were just waiting you know because they were put on hold um but he was arrested the same day he's taken to ramsey county adults detention center while in jail he offered fifty thousand dollars to another inmate to kill mary and beth to prevent them from testifying um but thankfully this other inmate told the fbi (laughs) thank you other inmate thank you other inmate it's like you know sometimes sometimes i respect them like the other inmates who was what story was it where that guy's inmate or that guy's um cellmate like brutally murdered him ant hill cult Mm -hmm. 
He was literally just like one of the murdered. big names was murdered by inmates. Oh, a lot of them. Yeah, Dahmer. Dahmer was the one I'm. Dahmer thinking was of. murdered. Gacy and Bundy were both put to death. Yeah, but Dahmer was murdered in prison by by other inmates. But at that point, that was guaranteed to happen. You can't fuck with children. Mm-hmm. Like that's the one thing that's kind of universally like. Even my dad. Well, even who, even in this story, you know, he never. Yeah. He never. Uh, did anything to beth to no. beth sexually you know he because they do not fuck with child molesters that's my dad told me once because spoiler alert <laughs> my dad has been to jail more than a few times but when my dad got out of jail we were talking to him about it and you know my dad's not wasn't a violent offender mm-hmm. like he was in there for drugs so he told us straight up like yeah if there's a child molester like they have to put them in protective custody because they will get brutally killed or worse mm-hmm. which like they will get fucked the fuck up just because they fucked with kids mm-hmm. and it's like you know there is some good in the world <laughs> that's fucking karma you, you go to jail for a crime and then that's your punishment it's not jail at that point no being anyway anyway so there had to be two court cases for this one was federal, one was state. So because he crossed state lines with the, the kidnapping, it was federal. So it was a federal case. And then they had to do that one first so that Mary and Beth could then testify in the state case for the killing of Jason. There's a timeline, there's an explanation. So in the first one, the federal one, Ming actually did not testify. Former U.S. Attorney Thomas Berg prosecuted the case. There's a quote. I was, quote, I was questioning Mary Stauffer, the kidnapping victim, on the witness stand from the podium in federal court. I just kind of sensed that something was going on behind me. I turned, and the defendant Ming Shiyu had gotten out of his chair on the other side of the counsel table and was coming up, going after Mrs. Stauffer, the witness, so I just kind of instinctively grabbed him. He did not get to Mary thankfully because this prosecutor came in clutch yeah just grabbed him um he was found guilty and sentenced to 30 years in jail for the kidnapping the murder trial was one year later in 1981 it was state during this trial he smuggled a knife into the courtroom and while mary was testifying he jumped over the table and attacked her managing to slash her face open it took 62 stitches to close her facial wound. At the same time, he promised to kill her and her daughter if he was released from prison. Or when he was released from prison, because he thought he'd be released from prison. Psychological evaluations also showed that he had no sign of (coughs) mental illness. Thanks, Lux. (laughs) Psychological evaluations also showed that he had no signs of mental illness was just weird um so when the second trial ended he was sentenced for 40 years for the murder and served concurrently and they were to be served concurrently with the 30-year sentence he was declared eligible for parole july 6th 2010 on september 28th 2010 um 
district judge Jenny Walker Jasper ruled he would not be released from prison and would spend the rest of his life in prison, as he was still a danger to society. Thank you. His he requested parole again in 2016 and was also denied. I'm glad. Thankfully, Mary and her daughter both survived this whole ordeal. That's part of the reason I picked this case, because they were kidnapped, but they got out. Yeah. And those are, like, the ones, like, it's terrible what they went through. Like, it, but it has very similar vibes to the, um, the Joseph Fritzl case, which I still think about every night before I go to bed. It's, it's terrifying. Awful. Yeah. Awful. But, like, they lived. And that's yeah, all I can ask for. they get out. They, they survive it. Yeah. And, like, the, we talked about last time, they, like, use it to, you know, they, they talk about it in such a, not positive way, but a... Affirming, at least. Yeah, they, they talk about, like, like, that he was just misguided and, like, they, they he, hope they him the best. They pray Yeah, they, yeah. they hope he can get the help he needs kind of thing. To which this is, day... The quote that you're looking for. So Mary says that it, it doesn't define her. Um, and that it's important. Mary, Mary's one of those, because, you know, a lot of victims are not, like, using the Joseph Russell case again. They're not against, like, talking about the case, but they don't want to be in the public eye. Like, they have security yeah. and stuff. Mary's the opposite. Mary goes to speak about this regularly because she thinks it's important as, like, a show of her faith. Like, to stay true to God even in these trying times. Um, she said there was a lot of times during the kidnapping that she questioned her faith, but she stayed strong the whole time. And she and her daughter pray for Ming. The quote is, we hate what he did, but we didn't hate him. And Beth's quote is, he didn't get to ruin our lives, he ruined his life. That's a crazy, like... But, like, Mary lived, Mary managed, they finished their careers, they were tired, and they've gotten to see both of their children marry, like her and Irv, have gotten to see both of their children marry. They have grandkids, like they're well adjusted. Yeah. Given what they had to experience, like Mary specifically, because like for the most part, Beth was like traumatized, obviously, but like Very just much. kind of there. Yeah. Like Mary was being assaulted every day for two months, brutally, for hours on end, mm -hmm. being told that she was debauched and disgraced and. That this was, like, a punishment. Yeah. For something she didn't revenge. do. So, yeah, a lie. But, yeah. An insane case. An insane case. Worth the retelling. Yeah, no, I think it... Even if I knew what was going on. <laughs> people out there it's did not... It's funny that you got mad at the exact same parts, though. Like, you knew it was coming and you still yeah. got pissed. I now got to be mad for a longer dur duration. <laughs> Because I, I knew it was building up to these things. <laughs> but yeah, that's Mary Stoffer. Um, there's a documentary called Stalking Mary. Based on a book also called Stalking Mary. Um, there's more than a few documentaries and uh, books. And you can find interviews with Mary all over the internet. Last time we also looked at pictures. And so like yeah. they were the ones where they are attached. When mm -hmm. they were found, they were still attached to the cable. So yeah. there's pictures of that whole I'll setup. I'll put them in the Discord. Yeah, it's, it's... There's also pictures of the closet online. Mm-hmm. Crime scene photos. Insane. You can find Ming's mugshot and his yearbook photo. It's crazy. It truly is. Bat shit, one might say. I still can't get over it. I would have ran so... Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I would have booked it, bro. 
like an animal would chew its own leg off to get out, I would have sliced my hand trying to break a window. Yeah. It's interesting, though, because, like, certain people have different survival instincts. And also, I say, like, we both sit here and say, I'd break the window so fast. You you don't know unless you've True. been in the, So many people say, True. like, you are way more. It's instinct. You way, you're way more there than you think you would be, you know? And it's also, I feel like we're just saying that, though, because we've seen other kidnapping stories mm-hmm. and seen how other people, like, once again, bringing it back to Joseph Fritzl. She ran away in the hospital. Yeah. Like, she got her chance. She took it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, granted, that was 53 days versus 19 years. But, like, at some point, you can't waste your window of opportunity. Yeah. And it's interesting to see, like, that day is when they gauged their window. Interesting. They, yeah, they handled it in such a... Like, the composure. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. There's also <laughs> a case file episode on it. I didn't get to listen to it, but the case file episode has the 911 call. Because case file always has 911 calls somehow. They do. It's insane. Should we take an intermission? Yeah, I had a point. I was sorry. I was oh. silent. I, I, like, totally blanked on it, though. I don't remember what I was about to say. So, yeah. We can, <laughs> we can intermission. Okay. I might have it when we come back. You want to say it? And intermission. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> New theme music. <laughs> boom, chi, boom, boom. Ba-da-doom, doom, doom, doom. Da-da-da-da-doom. We're back. <laughs> that's how you're that's how you're starting it. We're back. Um, it's the next day. Yeah. We went bowling. <laughs> we sure did. <laughs> um Emily's not good at bowling. I'm not great at bowling. Um I'm not good at bowling when I'm drunk. No, you did lose. I dead last. <laughs> for the second game. For the first game I came in third. Yeah. Out of seven, so not even middle of the pack. I was in the, the top percentile. There you go. Who won the first time? Ashley. Yeah. And Adam won second. Yeah, he was excited. We also got we got canes after. We ran around in the parking lot. Yeah. I have these pictures of Adam rushing Emily, <laughs> throwing him <laughs> over her shoulder, and taking off yeah in the bowling alley parking lot it was like two in the morning that also got home didn't go to sleep until like four yeah so it's what time like two in the afternoon (laughs) the next day welcome back to the podcast very exciting oh yeah we're doing the second half i plug my phone in because i usually charge my phone mm-hmm. while you talk and then have my phone open so i <laughs> will be right back i was gonna say you thought we were doing like episode 40 well yeah we, we very rarely oh do the halves and halves half, but like we usually even if there's a long break 
Yeah, we've taken breaks that last like a full day before. Yeah, but it's just not the standard. So I was like, oh, we're starting to record. I'll plug my phone in. Wrong. Yeah. Bing bong. But then we have to record a, we're going to record episode 40 later. Mm-hmm. And episode 40 is going to have a guest. Who will it be? Very exciting. Who will it be? Okay. So are we just jumping into this or? Would you like to? I mean, it isn't the beginning. We don't have to do the. Oh, yeah, sure. So we don't have to. Okay. Do you want to guess? Any, just guess. Just guess. Just start no, guessing dude. anything ever. You know what? Sure. <laughs> What's your category? Other. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh fuck no! It's not a conspiracy. Really? No, I did not. I did not go the conspiracy route today. The chupacabra. No. Bullshit. <laughs> the Jersey Devil. No. Am I getting colder or warmer? It's not a cryptid. Bullshit. It's not a cryptid. It's not a conspiracy. Is it finally the thing that no. you? Oh, damn it! I did. I have started compiling that though that's gonna be such a good episode i don't want to do it bad because that was like years of my childhood no yeah i wouldn't advise is it a creepy pasta no okay what well it's kind of a creep creepy pasta adjacent yeah okay creepy pasta adjacent is it the russian sleep experiment no but that's a good one is it the rake no is it Am I getting colder or warmer? You're you're in the right like part of the internet. Okay. So it is the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely Is it the Momo Challenge? No. <laughs> is it you're a little farther now. Oh. We I just can't say too much because it's very easy. Is it Is it like Eyeless Jack been drowned? No, it's not your like creepy pasta. It's not a creepypasta. It's not a conspiracy. It's not a cryptid. It originated on the internet. Is it a no sleep? No. You are so in the right category, though. I'm going to be pissed when you say it. I just can't give too much more hints because I, they literally just give them away. But, okay, hints will give them away. It's, it's easy. It's so just what's on the internet. Slenderman. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> not, not your, like, mainstream creepypasta. It, it's... it's originated on the The dark web no (laughs) (laughs) how am i getting further it's so easy i can't say anything else hey give me give me a hint (laughs) i got here with no hints give me a hint um give me a font like (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to think of one that like isn't too you just get it right away that's no fun um It's not, not the first time something like this has been on here. Not the first time something like, wow, what a more vague. Okay. I, do you want me to just tell you? No. We, we've talked about these before. Oh, is it an SCP? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Literally, you're like, it's a creepy house. It's like, no, but it's next door. Like, <laughs> and then you guessed solely creepypastas from that moment on. <laughs> Flex is texting me about office Funkos. Do you want to guess the number? 
guess any number zero from 6,000. <sighs> 1153. No. <laughs> 12. No. 1. No. Am I getting colder or warmer? <laughs> You're very far. 6,000. No. <laughs> 4,000. No, it's not in the thousands. It wasn't that far. 226. No. 446. No. Am I getting colder or warmer? Warmer. Warmer. 500? Warmer. 501. Warmer. 502. <laughs> no, do not make me go through this. 600? Warmer. 700. Uh, you went over. 650. You're close. 660. Keep going up. 670. Keep going up. 680. Yeah. And then... 682. Yep. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I guessed it. <laughs> okay. So, I'm leaving all of that <laughs> We finally made it. The podcast is going to know that we're insufferable. Yeah. Sometimes we spare you from listening to that. Damn. Yeah, so SCP-682. Oh, no. That's what I want to talk about today. It's a fun one. Very enjoyable read. I don't know the number, so. That's good. It's, it's a popular one, so I was a little worried. But okay. also the numbers are hard. You, you might know the concept of this one. But maybe no, not since you haven't played the games. Um, the games. It's in the games. I'll talk about it when we get to okay. it because it's not. Because that's not the staircase one. No, no, no. I forget that one's number, but it's that's a great dumb. one. They're all. It's a numbers anywhere between one and six thousand. Do we have to explain what an SCP is again? I have a little explanation. Okay, I was, I'm. I'm on Discord. Tell us. <laughs> Do you need to? Do you need your memory jogged every time we do a di- an SCP? Because it's fine if you say you do. Because I know SCPs are kind of one of those concepts that are like not everybody's yeah. familiar with. And and we, it's easy for us because we are we yeah. experienced it a long time. But for someone who's like just heard what an SCP was a couple episodes ago and doesn't like see it often, yeah. you don't remember the terms or anything. So I do have like a. Maybe we explain what creepy pastas are every time too. So it'll be. I think it's fine. Yeah, I'm going to go over, like... I'm excited. ...what it is, and also through the classifications again. Nice. Because uh, I forgot. A crash course on those. Um, this is True Crime 202. I, like, literally have that written somewhere in here. It was like, we covered that last in time, 101. though. So... <laughs> we covered uh, that in 101. This is a 202 class. So, the SCP Foundation is... It's completely fictional government-like organization, and it its whole purpose is to contain strange creatures and objects they call them anomalies so i will say the word anomalies it's a creature or an object thing that's has some strange property about it that these people are containing Mm -hmm. um scp containment breach the game yeah um that's just i'm so excited that my computer's finished now oh are you gonna play it yeah i'm so excited to play the newer one i mean both yeah the the what is it called because Containment Breach is the game that yeah. everyone knows. Um, and then there's one where you play as either the agents or the SCPs. <laughs> and That sounds like... It's a- like Left 4 Dead versus no, I mode. literally was about to say that's Left 4 Dead Zombies. And But it's on a much bigger map with a lot more <laughs> happening. 
so but anyway it's like a area 51 vibe that's how we've explained it it you're they're not aliens but they're it's some sort of creature that they're containing and it stands for secure contain protect so it's usually under like we have to get this under control or it could either destroy the world or like make you have a bad dream it's very some of them are so not an issue and some of them are the end of the world so <laughs> it's it's a, a whole bunch like we said it, there's over 6,000 of them mm-hmm. at this point but it's just this growing collection of fictional stories of these creatures all written to look very real very government very official stuff's redacted yeah it's very they have pictures and like addendums footage and like articles and like added on stuff very cool stuff had the interviews yes those are always that i made the podcast listen to and like i said it's to keep the unknowing public safe so it's you have to have like clearance to see this and you get on the scp website you have clearance you're not one of the unknowing public anymore but that's all scp 101 you covered that in 101 this Uh is a 201 class scps we've also talked about that they're sorted into classes to like help organize them to help Mm -hmm. like budget them research them contain the anomalies it's all just like helpful code words like the government does like (laughs) the government um there are a few different ones we have talked about the the first three probably the most Mm -hmm. um i forget what they are i really liked an analogy someone said so i'm going to cover the other the full six of them that are the the main ones and then go through the cool like how you remember them okay um i also like hint at one of them ours is just a, one of the standards the main one today but we pull in a like a crossover for a <gasps> second that has one of the weirder ones a crossover um, episode. so this is your 201 information uh <laughs> it will be on the quiz so the first the standard levels these are for like this is what most SCPs are going to fall into. There are some like technical classifications and this will be like SCPs that are written out of mm-hmm. the the fiction. They they don't they no longer pertain to the story. Mm-hmm. And there's stuff like that, so it's like for writing purposes, but these are the ones in universe how they classify stuff. This is the ones to know for SCPs in universe. And that's uh, Safe, Euclid, and Keter are the three we've talked about. And then there's Thaumiel, Apollyon, and Archon are the other three. Fake words. <laughs> They're all so weird to say. No, that that literally, that, I thought you said Aragon for a second. And I was <laughs> yeah, like, whoa. The dragon. I was like, this is a Well, crossover. the guy who had the dragon. What was the dragon's name? I'm going to be honest. I never, never read the Aragon books. Wasn't it like Saphira or something? Maybe I'm dumb. I did not read the Aragon <laughs> books. I read all of Percy Jackson and Harry Potter. I read the first two Aragon books. I, can I tell you absolutely Aragon nothing. Movie. It's a but very, people very different. really mad that the yeah that the the movie is like almost Percy Jackson level bad. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you gotta be real bad to do that shit. Yeah. No, it's rough. A lot. Yeah. It's not a big fandom, but. It's pretty universal that that movie is bad. Noted. <laughs> you want to watch Aragon? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Safe describes an anomaly that's easy to contain, therefore safe. Uh, usually therefore well, <laughs> very well researched and understood. So they could be dangerous, but if they've been there a long time, 
and we know a lot about them. Mm-hmm. They're easy to can- contain, so they can they're classified as safe. Euclids can be contained, but the foundation is not certain that it can't get out or can't harm someone from within containment. They require more surveillance and resources to stay contained, but these are usually still kept pretty reliably. Keter anomalies are hard to contain and therefore dangerous. Containment is usually very complex when it is possible, and they require a lot of energy on the foundation's part, a lot of hands on deck to keep these contained if they can. Some of these are like always getting out. Um, these are the ones that cause all of the issues in all mm-hmm. of the games. Um, some of those are also places, right? Yeah. Like some Keter ones are just hard to contain because they're like that amusement park one that I covered like yeah. two episodes ago was a, a Keter because it was literally an amusement park. How yeah. do you contain that? And they, they like had the area around it. They like monitored. Um, so it's still like in some sort of containment and that's why it's keter because we get into one that talks about ones that can't be contained yeah um so it like there's weird lines and they just they they explain that as just like to put really strict like definitions of these classes gives an like someone writing an scp a harder time because they Mm -hmm. have a lot to meet so they keep them very vague on purpose yeah um but anyway bamiel however you say it, class is an SCP, SCP that is used to contain another SCP. Ooh. So in cases where they have like this anomalous box used to contain some little statue, That's that so box would be Thaumiel. Not Even if it is a, a Euclid normally, they'll move it into the other class because if they start utilizing so it. That's so interesting. Those are really fun to read when they start <laughs> like, com- I don't know. It's weird stuff. Um. And then Apollyon is, like I said, anomalies that cannot be contained. Okay. But these are, like, they can't be contained in any sense. So the amusement park is still Keter because they can, like, keep a perimeter. Mm -hmm. These are, like, events. So, like, world-ending events that they have to just keep from happening. There is nothing to contain. Um, I I don't have an example, but there are some, like, the storm happens if something happens. So they Mm -hmm. just have to keep the storm from not happening. Right kind of thing and that's a very simple example but there are a couple of like world ending events they're not an object it's just something that could happen right that is an anomaly and that is a polyon and then archon means that they probably could be contained but they aren't for whatever reason so this could be because it would like cause more issues if it's contained like make it angry or if it's like a part of a normal reality and if it goes missing, it disturbs the unknowing public's reality. Um, so Interesting. The key here is they can be contained. They're just not. They just, the, the foundation chooses not to. Um, and then the SCP Foundation has a cool way of summarizing it, and it's called the box method. So I'm <laughs> just going to read it because it's super quick. But it's, if you lock it in a box, leave it alone, and nothing bad will happen, it's probably safe. If you lock it in a box, leave it alone, and you're not entirely sure what will happen, then it's probably Euclid. If you lock it in the box, leave it alone, and it easily gets out the box, it's probably Keter. If it is the box, it's Thaumiel. If you can't fit it in a box, and it's about to end the world, it's probably Apollyon. And if you could have locked it in a box, but chose not to, it's Archon. So No, that's so convenient. Yeah, that's, that's so easy TikTok. to explain it. <laughs> that's such a convenient... Yeah, I a, like, love that. Analogy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I would describe it as an analogy. 
they're boxes an anomaly they're either in the boxes or they all are the box they're in the box that that one was the funny one if it is the box <laughs> yeah well, that, that one's short and sweet <laughs> if it's a box um and then like i said there are more classes there's like four or five more but i didn't it's narr- know that. it's narrative stuff so it's like unactive mm-hmm. or stuff like it's all not in universe anymore mm-hmm. and it's it's they still have the story on the website but it's like moved out of the 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 realm of SCP with these like narrative classes. Right. And then there is some examples of like a class being brought on for a specific SCP where it's the only one in its class. Ooh. This is very hard to do because SCP stories have to be accepted. Mm-hmm. So it has to have a really good case for having its own class and I don't have an example. Yeah. But there are a couple that have like weird classes that don't fit into these categories. And then it's all explained within that SCP's like lore and addendums and attachments and That'd stuff. That'd be so interesting too, because it would have to literally meet not any of the criteria. Yeah. It, How do you not meet the criteria? It's there's some it's yeah, it's some really out of the box stuff when that happens. How is it not a box? <laughs> <laughs> not an event. Um interesting. But that's the review. There's not that's you covered that in Yeah. There's some new classes in there, which are the fun stuff. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, as we're expanding on your fiction. knowledge from 101. Yeah. So from here on out, we're going to talk about it probably like it's real. This is fictional SCP stuff. Disclaimer. But, uh, um, I choose to live in the SCP realm. But that's so. how we did Candle Cove. So we're yeah, going to talk about it like it's here, all fact. We're going through. It's going to sound like we're saying facts. It's, because that's it's the SCP appeal, facts. Gang. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Don't kill my fucking vibe. So, and if you hate the SCPs, don't tell me in the Discord because I'll, I love them. <laughs> Just skip this app. Just skip this app. So, okay. SCP-682 is class Keter. So, Ooh. whatever that box, if you can't keep it in the box easily, it's Keter. Um, it's described as like reptile-esque creature. Uh, it, it's very big. Like, it's not a little reptile. It's bigger than, like, it, it would struggle to fit in this room kind of big. And it also can adapt its size. It's extremely strong, extremely fast, super fast reflexes that, like, describe, like, lightning reflexes. And it can grow and shrink at will. Is this Killer Croc? <laughs> it's a It's a little weird. And the growing and shrinking is not, like, instant. It's not like an Ant-Man very, like, fast growing and shrinking it literally either like shreds sheds off material oh. or a, like eats to grow oh. so it's not like he had superpowers is this godzilla it's pretty like this guy's kind of op um this guy's kind of op somebody get mothman in there to make matters worse or mothra, mothra not mothman no mothman too mothman can fight this one can, it's like godzilla versus mothman this is like the great value version yeah where it's scp682 versus mothman I'm, I'd subscribe. This is the store brand. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. 682 has very guess. efficient biology from okay. what we understand of it. It's able to absorb energy from not only organic materials, like food we eat is organic, but it also can absorb stuff from inorganic substances. So like minerals and stuff okay. like that. Not, not food in our sense. Like you could eat the wall. And it's and sustenance to sus- it. Okay. Um, Ooh, the world eater. <laughs> it has a, it's like very insanely advanced digestion. 
that like it does this weird resource absorption to regenerate and that's how it can grow and shrink is it also has this like regeneration ability Mm -hmm. like a deadpool thing it literally you could shoot it and it'll fix itself and that's because it can take inorganic material to repair it as well as organic proteins and stuff to repair it quick someone get matt pat on this thing (laughs) matt pat tell me how this works he figured out how to kill deadpool he can figure out how to kill this thing Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. (laughs) so 682 is constantly able to filter out usable substances from anything liquids like i said the wall they even keep it in acid and it's able to pull enough useful stuff out of the acid that the acid can't it can regenerate faster than the acid could hurt it. Whoa. Um, so very efficient in every sense. Like, just it's sounding very OP. So it's kept in a tank? <laughs> it, we get into it because it switches at one point. Okay, there's sorry. a little bit of stuff. But at one I'm point... I'm trying to create a mental image. Yeah, there's some weird stuff to get through the... <laughs> there's some weird stuff. You know how, like, SCP, they, they lay the page out in such, like this is containment this is description this Mm -hmm. is addendum so stuff changes and they'll like add stuff onto each of the categories so you'll like hear about something before you actually reach the addendum Mm -hmm. and you have to like do a lot of page hopping where you're like going up and down and up and down to like so this is the most cohesive way (laughs) i could put it down but we will get into the acid a little bit later there's a narrative structure yeah (laughs) um so Due to all this, like I said, it can regenerate, and it's very scary regeneration because in one instance that we will also talk about, the creature was still able to function while missing over 80% of its normal body mass. Oh, what? So they, like, (laughs) they had him on his last legs and was still able to, like, do anything. It was still giving them a hard time. There's no known origin for this guy. He just kind of was there one day, and they had to go get him because he's a problem. He was just kind of <laughs> there one day. Is it that crocodile and fucking, you know what I'm talking about? You sh- you didn't even say what it was in. Sorry, my mic is loose. Hold on. Oh, oh. But do you remember the um, the crocodile in Egypt? Oh, like, yeah, the huge crocodile. Yeah, that was Gustav. <laughs> that would taunt people who tried to catch it. <laughs> yeah. It like, was, it would, people would set traps with bait, and Gustav would outsmart would, it. He would take the bait out of the trap and leave it on the shores and shit to say, like, I got it. <laughs> no, like, he was too smart and he was a dick. A king. A king. <laughs> Killer Croc King. That's the name of this episode. Killer Croc King. Heck yeah. Okay, now tell me more about this Gustav. Uh, 682 Gustav hates all life. <laughs> oh, what? And is very, very intelligent to the point where it can easily communicate. Oh, no. With staff and other SCPs. No. <laughs> this shit talks? Yeah. No. And there is audio. No. <laughs> yeah. I didn't pull it up because we were going to do this one over Discord first, though. Mm-hmm. So we could pull it up and try to play it. I wasn't going to try to play that through Discord no. and record because it would be a mess. I have it, like, explained, so what I was going to do was post the link in Discord, and that way y'all can easily get to the addendum, but you can hear, it makes some weird clicking noises. It's really cool to, like, hear the audio of it, because it's done really well. If you decide you want to play it on the podcast, I can just insert it. Oh, that, yeah. And, like, that's what I did with, um, 049. Mm -hmm. I just faded out of the podcast and played the interview. That's cool. Uh, I know, editing is sick. (laughs) So... The first addendum is this audio 
file that okay. I was talking about. Um, and it's an interview that gives an example of like him communicating with staff in the recording is about two minutes long and there's also a transcription of the same recording mm-hmm. like i said it's super cool to hear right it's very weird like alien clicking and talking and it it to sum it up 62 gets very angry there's a d-class personnel which there's also classes to the people i don't think we've ever talked about the um d-class mm-hmm. personnel are like expendable people <laughs> they're, they're the expendable people <laughs> they they usually like have they've t- talked about like getting people put on death row mm-hmm. get used as d-class personnel because you will probably die um but they the the d-class personnel is sent in and has a microphone and he just has to hold the microphone up to what is essentially godzilla <laughs> Why? how big is this thing it it's i know it can move like it's different right but like how small can it get versus how large does it have the potential to get? It, I'm don't confused. Go into that too much, like how much it 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 shrinks and grows. I don't think it's very like I said. It's not like Ant Man where it's constantly doing mm-hmm. this. It's not a very fast superpower. It's just that if it gets a lot of damage, it can shed some of that off and like take up a, a smaller space mm-hmm. while it regenerates and so like that. So it's not constantly growing and shrinking. And to grow, it would have to eat a bunch. And there's never an example of it just eating till it just grows and grows and grows and grows. I think it's, again, it will use that to repair itself mostly okay. is what it is. I need an image. But there is, talking, a, there is a picture on the, the SCP website. And that, so D-class personnel with a microphone is in the containment cell. And then the, the, one of the scientists is over the intercom asking questions. Though it's out of harm's way. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Ew. Mhm. Ew. I didn't. I was picturing a lizard. No, that, that's why they say re- reptile esque. Mm-hmm. It's just like a monster. Um, I was picturing a lizard. So they they keep asking this question. He had ate some farmers, and <laughs> damn, that must suck. This was unclear. This is only a snippet of the actual full interview. Um. And all of that is classified. It's like some of the redacted stuff. But from the the first thing we hear is the scientist asking a question of like, why did you kill those farmers? Or why did you eat those farmers? And it just doesn't want to respond. It's just sitting there grumbling. And then so the scientist is like, move closer with the microphone, please. <laughs> and so they do. And um, the, then it kind of grumbles again and the guy was like i don't know if i should get closer he's making some weird noises in here man and they're like get closer this poor dude (laughs) and he gets close enough that it answers the questions and eats the guy i was about to say (laughs) and so and eats the guy and that's where the interview ends um dude imagine being that guy and being like i don't know if i should get closer dog no get closer yeah (laughs) yeah they just come over the intercom can you move closer and they're like no and he's like okay but do it Okay, bud, I need you to do it. Um, okay, bud. And his answer was that people are disgusting, and that's why Ooh. he ate the people. So it's very much a, like, not that they're tasty and yummy. He just wants to eat them. He wants to kill them. It's a, the hatred of life I was talking about. It's just like, you're done. You're out. Material girl. <laughs> so then that was with staff. The first time 682 was seen interacting with another SCP, though, was during a containment breach. 
These two did not breach. Uh, the majority of the details pertaining to the containment breach are redacted or classified. classified. We don't know who got out or, like, what happened for SCPs to get out. I don't think it was one of, like, the major, major, like, Mm-mm. foundation shutting down kind of breaches. But it was enough where they had to move uh, 682 into the same cell with SCP-079 to, like, make Which, space for other stuff. That I don't know number's if, familiar. Um. I don't know if you would know it. It's a weird one. Maybe I'm thinking of a different one then. But 079 sounds familiar. I'm trying to remember if it's in the games. I think so. I'm about to talk about it. But these um these guys are stuck in the same containment. And it's for about 43 minutes okay. that these two are interacting. And I don't know if one of their cells were damaged. So they just kind of like picked them up and stuck them in the other one. Um, So... 079 is Euclid, and it's a microcomputer. Is that what you were? It's. I feel like I've. It's been in a like one of those SCP compilation videos. Oh yeah, it Maybe. is a very interesting one. It was right. built in 1978 by a college student. Someone tried to put AI software. He was trying to like make this AI computer, and the computer was used, but it was kind of outdated, so it wasn't used for long. And then it was left untouched, but plugged in for five years in a garage somewhere. Mm -hmm. And it just became more outdated. But at some point during this, like, isolation, it's just constantly learning like an AI system does, Mm -hmm. um, but unregulated and not the most stable. So at some point, it gives itself sentience. Um, (laughs) And it, it... Gets to the point where it's able to, like, evolve its own software to the point where it could download new software and stuff where it, like, outdated it. It grew out of its hardware kind of thing. Um, It should not, the computer should not have been able to run what it was running because this thing was able to efficiently update itself. That's freaky. (laughs) Um, Imagine. No. And it got kind of tired of having to work with this old hardware. So it tries to like transfer itself to a, a supercomputer through, through like data lines and stuff. So it just tries to like move. Glide, GLaDOS. Literally yeah, GLaDOS. Li- tries to like get to this high tech stuff so it can develop there. But the supercomputer detects it virtually and is like, that's a problem. And they send it back and trace where it's sent back to. And they send the whereabouts to the foundation. It's. GLaDOS versus Plankton's wife. <laughs> like, literally, that's the vibe. This I'm one, it's here. so sassy, too. It's literally those characters. It's a sassy computer. GLaDOS, for those of you who don't know, is from Portal. Look up any of her audio. It's so funny. <laughs> She's it's so, so funny. It's so She's good. so mean. The sass. She's wonderful. Um, so, at the time of this interaction, 079 could only hold memories for 24 hours due to poor memory drives because of the outdated software. They they do later like actually update the hardware for 079 just to see what will happen. It's a lot of processes, but c- because it can't be plugged into the wall, can't be plugged into like any sort of Wi-Fi or things. They have to do things very there's a whole process that the yeah. the page covers because it can't like I said, it tried to move through stuff to get to the supercomputer, and the only reason it wasn't able to is because the supercomputer had protections in place. Right. And so it's definitely able to, like, move around. So to keep it contained, like, 
it's not plugged into the a wall outlet like a computer is. They have a battery set up with adapters mm. and stuff like that. Um, but it, it's really cool to see like how it changes when they update hardware. But it is also able, it at one point made it so it could more efficiently use its memory space by like developing a new system. It was some cool stuff. It's a lot of technical Whoa. mumbo jumbo that I don't need to I'm cover fr- for this SCP. But, but I almost very interesting. forgot that we were talking about a giant lizard because the supercomputer thing, crazy. Kind of cool. GLaDOS. Kind of cool. Kind of hot. Um, uh, She's kind of hot though. And then I just, because I read all of 079 to talk about it, there's a super funny side note that I just really wanted to mention since we're, we're going into this detail. And this is where we come up with the Thaumiel. There is another computer, uh, SCP-4951. And it's a couple of different items, but the most notable and the original, like the origin of this SCP is from a computer. Um, and it uses cloud storage. And that's how it got onto these other devices. So it's like SCP-4951-A. Okay. There's like 13 of them in total. Um, And it's a couple different items that work together through cloud storage. Like a phone or something? Like, like, do you mean like technology or is it like a shoebox? No, it's all technology. It's anything that can communicate over like not through wires and stuff. It's using cloud and and stuff like that. It doesn't have a, it has physical memory, but it, it uses like how you're... Your pictures are also backed up in the cloud. It can mm-hmm. back stuff in the cloud. This one also has some sort of sentience, but it's believed that it's someone's sentience put into the computer. As opposed to, like, the computer developing sentience. Yeah. Gotcha. And it's using, like, it can predict anomalies almost. Ooh. It's It was some really cool stuff. It, like, SCPs are insane. It started, like, making insurance. So people, <laughs> it was trying to trick people into buying insurance for these things that it would predict would happen. And so they use it to, like, predict other anomalies. That's cool. Um, That's really cool. <laughs> it, was tra- it was running an insurance scam? <laughs> yeah, it was literally scamming people. The SCP insurance scam? And that it, might be the name of this episode. And it's used to contain, like, software and stuff. Like, it, it, it's Thaumiel, it's a box, but it, it, it's a computer. So it, it's in the storage that it man- maintains. They can, like, keep some of it stored in there. Some of these anomalies can be, like, traced to it and it's kept in there that the the foundation keeps it from happening outside of this some of them aren't attached to the computer but for the ones that are it gained it is also class keter but it also has the the it has both because they do use it as a box but it's also its own issue sentient (laughs) insurance scam but anyway is the name of the episode they told they told scp 079 about it uh you can communicate through with 079 through typing on the keyboard it's like a chat room but you're talking to the computer insane um (laughs) and it got very 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 jealous it was so mad to know that this thing had like cloud storage because it also had to learn how to like rationalize what cloud storage is but like when they first got 079 it was using cassette tapes as storage (laughs) so this it was so angry he's like why can't i do that why didn't y'all give me cloud storage why didn't you let me use the cloud he gets even more like mad bitter it was already a sassy computer and now it's just mad at them it's so funny it didn't they didn't give it cloud storage (laughs) i'd be pissed too if i knew a different computer was getting special treatment if the guy down the hall gets infinite wi-fi and i'm working with a battery i'm plugged into excuse me 
it gets to run an insurance scam <laughs> and I get locked in a room with a battery. <laughs> well, and a lizard for 43 and minutes. And a lizard for 43 minutes. <laughs> when placed in this all together, 682, like, kind of just knew what to do, though, which is the weird part. He just, like, starts typing on the computer. Little, little lizard guy just typing on the keys. <laughs> which is weird no. because when anytime people go in, it's very, especially if you touch it, it's very easy to, like, make this thing just irrationally angry, blind rage kind of just thrashes around and kills thing. It was, like, automatically, like, I know how to type on a computer. And they, they kind of, like, bond. They share stories. No. <laughs> they, no. They, um, the lizard is dating the computer. It's literally Plankton and Karen. They, like, talk about experiences with the foundation. Uh, You're joking. <laughs> and they, they communicate on, like, staggeringly complex levels. Like, the lizard's able to, like, comprehend some of the stuff the computer's telling it. Um, sadly, they, because the memory is lost after... Um, 24 hours what was talked about wasn't stored away but it made a mental note of who uh 682 is okay as like a major part of its understanding like it's not just used memory it's it's like integral to its thinking its rationale i'm about to be so sad if he had to forget (laughs) his new friend (laughs) no so he 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 has he doesn't have the conversation stored on it anymore so the foundation didn't have like a log, a of log of say. these conversations. Um, they just know what the what they've gotten. The others like if they ask questions about it, like what y'all talk about, and it's like stories. We talking about y'all behind your back, meanies. Fuck y'all. Um, you didn't give him cloud storage. <laughs> you <laughs> gave the other guy cloud storage, but not him. Yeah, the lizard walks out and he's like, he told me the guy down the hall is getting special treatment. What's that about? <laughs> The lizard becomes his attorney. Yeah. He just <laughs> eats people. Give him his fucking rights or I'll eat you. Yeah. So they um, give computers rights to K22. He does know what 682 is, like understands that and knows that they were friends. He cannot recall the conversations. I say he. It's 079. Cannot recall the conversations. It's a he. Um, they like, yeah. It, <laughs> it. No, it's a she. They're dating. I yeah. mean, I guess the lizard could, could be, be gay. gay lovers. It could be gay, but my brain was making the computer Glados. Oh yeah, um, but he the 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 lizard wants to speak to the computer again, and so does the computer. They often ask to talk to each other, but they have never been contained together again. No, they love each because other because they were pretty sure that if they worked together for too long, that they could probably like shut down the foundation because these are two very smart entities. And one of them's also Godzilla. It's Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> so they have had no form of communication since, That's but so they sad. do ask to speak to each other. Um, so 682, once moved back to his actual containment cell, he is kept in a cell that's a five meter cube made from acid resistant steel plating that's 25 centimeters thick. For all my non-metric friends, yeah. I, I did, I converted it for everyone. For all my non-metric <laughs> friends. That's roughly a 15-foot cube made from steel plated plates that are just under 10 inches thick. Okay. Um, so, oh, that's thick. Yeah, very thick plates, and it's a, a big cube, 15 feet, 15 feet, 15 feet. Um, the site that the cell is on is classified um but wherever it is the all like 50 kilometers surrounding the site is free of people 
of human development. Mm-hmm. It's a, these the SCPs kept at whatever site this is is very much they don't want if they get out they would lit- like could destroy cities. So mm-hmm. they they keep everyone very far away. They keep it they they like buy the land and won't let anyone develop or put anything out there. Yeah. Um a note is 079 was kept or is kept in site 15, which a couple of the ones we've talked about are kept on site 15. Yeah. Um and so at one point it seems like uh 682 was kept at site 15 especially if they were contained together for a little while but i i do believe it has been moved to this other place now so it's not in this newer so it's separated from his computer girlfriend yeah they really out here ruining love no literally romeo and juliet how they gonna do it the the day before valentine's day literally valentine's day is tomorrow you fucking animals (laughs) i'm so upset this is where the acid comes back the cube is filled with hydrochloric acid that keeps the creature almost inca- incapacitated. Oh. Any movement, no matter how small, even if it blinks, is a very serious incident, and it has to be handled immediately. Because if it shows signs where it's gaining enough of a resistance, they have to change something up. Mm. And they'll like add other chemicals in. But we'll get into it. So it they can, essentially have to melt it, it as can, fast as it regenerates? Yeah, they're literally keeping it just in like a, a, a lock, a grid lock. Mm-hmm. there there is no way a stalemate it can't do an it regenerates enough to keep itself alive and in like pristine condition but not enough to like grow move around and stuff yeah break out um interesting no one is allowed to try and communicate with 682 anymore because so many of the interviews wound up with people like brutally dead um or eaten and stuff like that and it also allowed a lot of issues with potential breaches it, it became very dangerous to try to get in and out of any way to communicate with this. Also, they just don't want it to move anymore. So, yeah. like, if we have to unacid him to talk to it, it we yeah. don't know what it'll do after kind of thing. Um, the protocol for if this lizard escapes is that all available mobile task force teams in the area with seven or more people are cleared to recapture the SCP. It has to be bigger groups. Um, and we'll get into why in a second. Because, um... I'm scared. It gets into some numbers. But 682 has attempted to escape a total of 17 times. Oh, what the fuck? And six of those, he actually breaches. I hate like, this. Like, contains... It makes containment shutdowns. It, it it causes issue issues. Just gets out. It's literally a monster. Like, it's literally Godzilla. I really enjoy this one because it's such an OP creature, but they do contain it. Yeah. They do They do make strides with it. And... We'll get into a lot of it also, but this one has a lot of, like, further research done. Mm. They show what they, they keep trying to do to change this, and they slow, they get upper hand sometimes. It's OP, but they're still, a- it's not OP enough where they're not able to, like, work with it. Yeah. It's just one that's hard to work with. So it makes it very, like, interesting power shifts. It's very cool. OP means overpowered. Oh, yeah. I forget, like, no, I forget that sometimes we draw people in who, like, like true crime. Yeah. And then we do internet and we really episodes <laughs> and it's just slang. Yeah, we just talk in it's another literally language. literally just fucking jargon. No, like, I was thinking that when I was guessing in the beginning and I was saying, like, is it, like, Ben Drowned vibes? Is it, like, Eilish? I oh, was like, yeah. this is a completely different language for some people. Yeah, we probably should cover some of the basic uh, creepypastas no, and stuff. They covered that in 201 <laughs> or 101. This is 201. Ben Drown is so fun, though. Yeah. No, we can. It's so visual, though. I, that's why I haven't done some of, like, 
not, not like Eilish Jack and Tiki Toby are not visual, no. but ones where you like watch videos, we are a podcast. I did do Candle Cove and that one was like somewhat that is visual. True. I'm, it, yeah. It, but there were no, like it was easy to more just describe the episode content. And yeah. And you stuff. could just we <laughs> were on a little bit of a technical Sorry. tangent. Yeah. Um. So tell me about these escaped attempts. And successes. The information is super classified. So most of what I can tell you is like who was sent and what happens. But I don't know like how it gets out of the cell in some of these. Like I don't know what it did to escape or how it like overcame whatever protections they put in place. But I do have a lot of numbers to give you. Nice. Um, so in attempt number one of the six, eight staff members were sent to deal with it. Six were killed in action. Oh, my God. In number two, eight more sent, and four were killed. So, less. Yeah. In number three, seven were sent, and three were killed in action. In okay. In number four, 11 were sent, and five were killed in action. In five, in attempt number five, eight were sent, and all but one were killed in action. Yikes. And finally, in escape attempt, our successful breach, number six, Nine were sent and five were killed and one is MIA. They don't know what happened. Oh, no. Um, so Imagine being on the ta- the next task force, though, sent to go get this guy. Yeah. No. <laughs> I would quit. <laughs> right then and there, I was like, let eat me. You, I'm done. No, you tell me to go get 6A2 and I'd say no. <laughs> no. no. Transfer me to like 079. I want to deal no, with yeah. this sassy computer and you put me on death lizard. Transfer me to that fucking bean thing. <laughs> literally transfer me to any other transfer me to the fucking accounting department i'm (laughs) not going after this thing so but to sum all those numbers up because i know it's a lot of just or throw things numbers yeah (laughs) or throw a tantrum um so out of the 51 personnel that were on these task force over these few breaches were sent um only 20 returned alive and one guy is still missing that's scary. It was a D-class personnel, so there probably isn't much of an initiative to go look for him. But they don't... He wasn't killed. They Do you, don't know where he is. Is it possible that... Because, you know, like, some of the D-class personnel are death row inmates. Is it possible he just escaped? Yeah. <laughs> it's possible he just ran. Right, to get took away. Took his chance. Um, there are a lot of, like... We haven't really talked about them, but they are these files. But there's also a category on the SCP website of just stories. Yeah. Canon stories. So there could be, like, mention of this guy in some canon story that goes into, like, it's very, it's very much not reading files. Yeah. It's, it's you're reading a, a, a like, a book story. You're yeah. reading something happening. There's dialogue kind of stuff. These are very much just technical storage data that you piece together to, like, get these descriptions and stuff. Yeah. But there are stories, and I dug a little bit, but there's so many of them, and I didn't. It's a weird way you have to, like, sort through them. Mm -hmm. So I haven't found anything yet, but I do want to keep looking. Yeah. Because it's, he's just missing. (laughs) He's just gone. I mean, props to him that he didn't die. Yeah. I mean, or he, like, died and got sent to a different dimension. Yeah, Yeah. somehow. Um, The lizard can't do that. But <laughs> maybe he could that time. Um, maybe the computer, his, his love, motivated him. <laughs> He's looking. I'm really romanticizing this lizard and this computer. I'm really like they are, they are in love. And the fact that you separated them. 
I wasn't sure I was going to do that, but when I read that, I was like, that's the crossover. And we get into some other things like that. That He cheats on the computer? No, of course not. <laughs> I was about to be mad. Um, I was like, you can't, he loved you. Um, so because of all of these deaths and the extreme nature and how many times it's been almost successful with breaching and then the six times it did breach containment crazy and because of like how violent it is and the just overpoweredness of it he has been placed on a list for immediate termination but the they have been trying the log for this is so long they they just can't do it (laughs) Whoa. It's immediate termination that is not immediate because they don't know what to do. I've never heard of an SCP being terminated because they yeah. couldn't contain it. Yeah, no, it's literally like we have to kill it. No, we that's can't crazy. keep trying to like study this. It's not safe. Um get MatPat in there. <laughs> so the last addendum to this page is the first like termination attempt that kind of sets the standard. Okay. This um from this addendum on the last thing is uh an attachment to it it's not an addendum the addendums are usually drop down menus you click it and it opens like a little it'll have like the link to the audio file or the transcription of the audio or just like the written out interview right or just like some statistics put in it this one is like a hyperlink it links you to another attachment okay is what it is is which is like this long file of further attempts it's just not on its page it's another piece of data which is um, also crazy yeah and that we'll, it's not on its own page. i'll start to describe it that attachment is insane emily i'm so excited <laughs> no I, this I've one's never so heard cool. of this happening um so though but like i said the last addendum that's actually an addendum is the first termination attempt that like sets the rules and the like precedent it's, okay it's the standard um and this event is known to refer to as 682 e18 e18 mm-hmm. okay so, the plan is to use another SCP against <gasps> him to kill him. Not the computer. <laughs> no, no. No, they don't. They that don't. would be really Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> the SCP. No, the, the computer oh. kills it, and then it kills itself. Yeah. Like, because it, it killed the... I don't have cloud storage, and my lizard boyfriend died. <laughs> and it puts, like, a Trojan horse on itself. <laughs> Blue screen of death, but the one with the smile, the sad, like, frowny face. No, it's, like, parentheses. It's yeah. colon parentheses. No! I'm so sorry. Continue. So... I'm building a narrative. They bring in SCP. SCP-409. 409 is class Keter, so that was the hard to contain. Um, and it's just a really big quartz crystal rock. Okay. Very big, big rock. Um, and it turns anything it touches into quartz rock as well. So like a Midas oh. touch kind of scenario. You get touched by this crystal and you start to crystallize. The the like you turn into quartz. Um it's very like very fast turning into it's it's a very fast it's process like medusa yeah and it's very painful according to um the d-class personnel that have been subjected to having to touch the rock um, <laughs> um wait they didn't turn completely into crystal they have they have uh like further i mean some of them did yes okay. some they just killed some of them but that's what the d-class personnel are for <laughs> and uh, so fucked up. it really is you every one of these you read is like and 18 d-class personnel died um these little the, the bimbos <laughs> the bimbos um 
so after crystallization, it gets worse. The new rock starts to make like strange noises. It's like groaning. It sounds like stuff is shifting. And it does this for about 20 minutes. And then it just explodes and like shatters into crystal shards. Okay. Um, so it, you, you, don't, you don't get like statues that stay statues. You're right, a statue for 20 minutes and then it explodes into crystals everywhere. Um, Do those crystals also have the same effect? I believe so. Okay. It was a little unclear just because of how like fact of the matter the sentences are read you know right. it's very cut and dry information so it was i believe so okay but i um did not get a clear-cut answer that would be inconvenient i'm never touching a rose quartz again <laughs> this works on every material except granite so they keep it in a very big granite box cute the room it's in is just made of granite cool um so it doesn't make its room crystal that's unfortunate yeah <laughs> and any like thing they use to work with it they use granite, uh, granite tools. tools and stuff interesting and they have tested a lot of the keters usually wound up getting pit against other scps so yeah. they've tested like this other chemical that is produced from another scp we won't get into it too much this is a side note i didn't even write now but they there's like ways to like stop it like i was saying so some of the d-class personnel they were able to like fix it using chemicals from another scp yeah that's so cool um but immediately after 682 is exposed, a huge, like, tear in it forms. It's like flesh starts to, to tear itself. And it starts to repeatedly ask, like, what did you touch me with? That kind of hurts. <laughs> and so it's, like, demanding to know what's going on. Interesting enough, it didn't, like, just kill them. It just starts asking questions. And it does start to crystallize where it was touched, but it's way 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 slower than anything on any other surface Ooh. it's you it's always been very fast except for granite which it doesn't work on but for 6a2 it just goes really slow um and 6a2 does feel like this very extreme pain that's associated with becoming a rock i guess and scrub the lizard down with I it like it's a loofah yeah, just start rubbing him. You just start rubbing him with this fucking crystal like it's a loofah. They get to like an estimated 62% of the lizard is crystallized though. So they're like Ooh. thinking this is going to work. And then the crystals explode way before they normally would. It's oh. not fully crystallized. It doesn't sit through the 20 minutes. They just explode. Like, it can't do it anymore. Does part of him explode? Oh, yeah. It destroys massive chunks oh, of 682. so it was successfully crystallizing him. Yes, yes. It is able to work as, like, a... It did change the tissue. It wasn't like it was granite or anything. So it, was it just wasn't resistant really to slow. it. It was just slow. And then what? it wasn't able to finish. Um, but then, like, he explodes with it, but he is able to regenerate from nothing. Almost, you know, there was enough of him left, very much yeah. enough of him left for him to regenerate. And then he then says, anyone involved with this will be eaten. He has a revenge pot from this one. Any scientists that worked on this one are not allowed in the room with him because he will kill them on site. It's on site with them. He said, anyone involved with this? You're done. You're out. Whoa. <laughs> so he. It's on site. <laughs> so this is so interesting maybe it's because of all the crossover episodes but like wow oh it gets so much worse <laughs> i'm so excited they i know it's a lot of jargon but like I'm yeah having such i'm a good time i try to explain the ones i talk about no, yeah you're doing good you're doing good this but is so interesting we can't go into like this much detail about all of them because that crystal has so much like research done on it too it's a yeah. very interesting scp um but that's all we need for the story 
Except now, they tried again because that kind of worked. Turns out, it doesn't work anymore. He developed an immunity to yes. it? Yes. No! <laughs> the lizard got an immunity to the rocks? So, like I said, this kind of, like, first big test that really has some promise makes a new rule and makes a lot of new standards. They take tissue from him now. Like I said, he can shed material, but they just, like, cut some off because he's just going to fix it anyway. Um, and they they perform tissue samples before they actually test anything on him. Some of them are overridden. Like I said, there's classes of the people, and the highest, highest class in SCP is the O5. There's mm-hmm. 13 of them. There's not five of them, but they're referred to as the O5. <laughs> there's 13 of them, and they're not five of them. <laughs> um, I know that's a little weird, but it's the O5. And they can override some of this. They're like the the head of the head. They can't be on the same location just in case there's a huge containment issue and everyone dies. They have to be spread out. Mm-hmm. I think that like certain information is only known by some of them or something. Like there's a lot of... There's like a lot of fail safes. Yeah, it's a huge... A bunch of them. But they kind of are overseeing this project a lot because they want it dead fast. Yeah. And it's just not working. So they, in some points, override tests like tissue sample testing because it just isn't necessary like the way they're gonna kill it isn't it's weird i go into some of them that they override um i'm so excited but it's it's a lot of like super they go into some of the like ways they have to go about these testings and like procedures they have to do and it's crazy and so now that's the last addendum of like i said it ends there for his page but if you click the last attachment It goes to the biggest document I've ever seen attached to an SCP. Really? It's crazy long. It's an extensive list on every termination attempt ever done to this SCP. Like, crazy long document. And there's, I could not cover all of them. They can't kill it. No, (laughs) but they get close. It's scary. It's such a stalemate that they're working with. And it's so... It's crazy. I read, I like skimmed through all of it. I read most of them. It's just crazy long to the point at the end. I was just like, they're not very long, but there's a, so many of them. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go through the highlights, of course. Yeah. But it, there's so much in between the ones I talk about that are also really interesting. They just like maybe aren't the biggest plot point, but they're still cool to see like how they explain the biology of this creature. Mm -hmm. It's some, a lot of, and like some of the stuff they do is like, I would never think of that, but they do like science experiments. It's not all like fictional stuff. They like freeze it with liquid nitrogen at one point. Oh. And stuff like that. It's very just like, I'm in a position where it's like, I'm so sad that this creature is essentially like, it can't die. Yeah. Like, does it does it get suicidal at any point? No. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to be it like It just gets mad me. at them. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> but like it really like that's the other thing. It's like, yeah, you hate life. You just like okay. But it's literally just like that's torture. Yeah. It literally cannot die. And we don't know how long it's been going on. Like mm-hmm. the time frame between these testings. It, no, it's fair. We don't know if it's daily. All the dates are like redacted are classified some of the events are classified yesterday you you know what like what's involved you a lot of them you can get a lot of information on some of them are completely classified it's it'll say like test name redacted and the whole like test section is is classified yeah that Um, means they got close 
I counted, I went through and counted on this list how many times they use SCPs against 682 specifically. Okay. Over 105 SCPs have been pitted against this lizard. (laughs) (laughs) What? And they do some crazy stuff. It's not just like creatures fighting creatures. It's some of the objects that have weird properties. They just stick in the room with them and see what happens. (laughs) Like, it's some crazy mind-boggling stuff. But 105 different, that's the SCPs. Most of them aren't SCPs. That's crazy. That's a, like maybe a third of the test that's crazy. are those SCPs. So it was a lot of reading, but I found really good ones. Um, like I said, I read pretty much all of them. Some of them I skimmed through or they were nothing. Some of them are a sentence long. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, it took me a long time to go through this page, but I had a blast. It's a crazy good, like, <laughs> read. Like it's, it's. If you don't know where to start with SCP, I'd almost recommend it because it kind of like gives you a place to like branch out of. Mm-hmm. It'll be like we use SCP in this uh, SCP whatever whatever against 682 today. And you can be like, oh, what's that SCP? Click. I learned a ton of new SCPs through this. So if you want a place to like jump in, it might be a cool to like look at this document and see some of the like way they do stuff because a lot of it is sh- put on display in this really cool document. They can't kill the lizard. <laughs> Tell me everything. The first test I want to talk about is they use SCP-061. Okay. Uh, which is a computer software. Ooh. Um, <laughs> it's cheating. Made to control brain functions. Oh. It was developed, I think, by the SCP Foundation because enough, there are other foundations that do similar stuff in the lore. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also foundations trying to, like, shut down SCP. Yeah. There's some bad guys and stuff. But it's they developed it in response to someone else developing someone's something similar okay kind of thing but it can like Mind control it puts you in a trance and they give you uh, a command and you do the command shinzo hitoshi gotcha. <laughs> um my boy they uh, so they run the software in there with him and 62 is seemingly under the trance as the program begins it it stops moving um and just kind of like stands there looking like it's waiting for the commands like other test subjects do but when they start rattling off the the command, he's clearly able to resist. Like he'll do, like they'll tell him to lay down, and he'll like fight it, fight it. And sometimes he will like actually wind up laying down. And sometimes he's able to completely fight it off, but he's still in the trance. It's literally mind over matter. Yeah, he's like able to overcome it. Um, that's crazy. At some points, he does just completely ignore commands, um, which has never been documented before with the <gasps> software. Um. <laughs> My favorite. He's the anomaly for this <laughs> other software. Yeah, he causes issues with their research for yeah. this SCP. Um, and a lot of these, if you click the SCP and cl- read through their addendums, they talk about 682 in the addendum and link you to the attachment. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you read this SCP first, you're also shown this testing. Yeah. You don't only have to go through 682, which I also really liked to be able to like see it on both pages. Yeah. It was really fun. It's a circle. Um. Well, like I said, my favorite part of this test is they get to a point, they tell him to stand up and he actually listens like no resistant. But because he's so big and tough and he listens to this one so quick, he stands up and breaks the ceiling. Um, <laughs> and this is one of his successful breach can, like breaches. That's how he got out one of the times is they made him stand up and he stood up and just broke the ceiling. <laughs> Yeah, and then he just left. <laughs> and then he left and killed people. Um, 
Uh, I wonder if he knew that was going to happen. <laughs> during this, he, like, emits a very high-pitched noise, and it, like, makes... <laughs> it's kind of like an Uno reverse card, and he puts everyone in a 15-mile radius, gives them the effect where they're in the trance. <laughs> So, not only does he breach, he shuts everyone down. <laughs> They're just standing there. He Uno reversed them. <laughs> they do get him again. Another task force is sent from somewhere else. Um, and I don't know which number breach this was. A lot of, like, they don't give dates or, right. like, exact events. Um, but they, they contain him again, and he's locked away. And he loses the, uh, what they call, like, the sonic screech ability after about two weeks. Um, but, like, it's still super interesting because he did, he was able to adapt. It's yeah. not like he, he was immune to it forever, though. Like, he lost the ability mm-hmm. to kind of get rid of it by this sonic screech thing. But he was able to, like, keep it away for two weeks for some reason. But it also shows, like, sometimes it wears off. So maybe, like, 409, he he gained a resistance to the crystal. But other stuff, he might only, like, it's not permanent. Yeah. So it kind of opens the door to, like, we have to, like, retest some stuff. And they do retest some SCPs. Nice. Um, which what? is really fun. <laughs> uh, the next one I'm going to talk about was really, it's really short and well-worded. And so I'm, I'm probably just, I have it here. I'm just going to read it. Bless. Um, and it involves SCP-053, which is a three-year-old girl oh. that when touched, looked at, or if you're around her too long, you become exceptionally angry, paranoid, and murderous. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> sometimes at the girl, sometimes just in general. Okay. Um, so, like, it's a nice little girl. If you, like, pat her on the head, you blind rage want to kill everyone. Um, Me. So. I'm the little girl. The um, they did not do a, te- a tissue test for this because they wanted to see how he, like they interact. They needed mm-hmm. to see if he got angry, and you can't do that with just a piece of tissue. So this one was overridden by O five. They just let them stick each other in the room. Um, Interesting. So the termination test test record SCP six eight two introduced to SCP 53s containment area. Six eight two appears to be very confused and shows no sign of being affected by O five three. O five three appears to be afraid of six eight two and hides behind a chair in her containment area. Six eight two lowers itself to the ground, resting its head on the floor. O five three approaches six eight two and after several seconds of hesitation, briefly touches six eight two before re- rapidly returning to her hiding place. Six eight two does not react in any way, so doesn't get angry. 053 approaches 682 and pats its head, causing it to exhale through its nostrils. 053 claps and hops in place several times before embracing the head of 682. (laughs) For the remainder of the testing period, 682 appears to be in a very docile state, with only two low-level escape attempts being made. 053 is observed to bring toys and other items to 682 and makes several drawings on its forward carapace with crayons. So they become best friends. <laughs> that is so cute. She just has a dog now. I thought that was the cutest no, thing No, it's ever. like a big dog. Yeah. They just are friends. Which is so funny. <laughs> it, it literally hates life. Yeah. And they're best friends. And it he and literally, she makes everybody angry. And he lays on the floor. That's the like, first friend 
that she's had because she makes everybody else angry. And she just starts hopping around and is so she's excited. She's so excited because he's not mad at her. <laughs> Wait. So there's a little bit left. Staff entering at the end of the test phase are immediately attacked by 682, resulting in two deaths and five injuries. Uh, 682 uh, was contained and moved to a separate containment union, and 053 was very upset for several minutes after for 682 being removed. Um, there's a very interesting note at the bottom of this one someone makes that says, like, if we don't, if we wind up not being able to kill this thing, just leave it with her. This is an interesting way to contain it that we should look at because it, it did try to get out. 682 did try, but it was, like I said, very, very mellow attempt to just try to, like, walk out the door and just, it couldn't get it open. Um, so that, like, if we, if we can keep the, the easy attempts at bay. Yeah. They're, they've kind of, like, sedated each other. Yeah. They kind of negated anything that would happen and then she gets a friend they get friendship no i'm still thinking about that because if she makes everybody angry she doesn't have any friends but isn't that like so interesting to like yeah they didn't kill each other they would be so easy to write like they always fight yeah but they didn't a lot of these are just really interesting interactions yeah and so it's crazy good reads to like go through this because it shows it's not like we just want to see monsters fight it like goes into biology or it goes into these like she psychological interactions. Dog. Yeah, I'd love that she drew on him with crayons. And he let her. Yeah, he just sat there and she just draws crayon pictures on him. I wonder if that means she's not life in some way. Yeah. Like if he It seems to understand anomalies, you know, like yeah. it understood the computer right away. Just went up and started typing. I think it has like a it just doesn't like people. No, I wonder if it could understand, like, the effect she has. Mm-hmm. Like, if he knew why, you know? Yeah. Like, I wonder if it was not so angry, would it be able to explain things that we can't? Yeah. Because it just has an understanding of anomalies. Mm-hmm. Give her her dog back. <laughs> yeah. Why'd you separate them? It was happy. It was working. There was the happy ending you wanted. It didn't try to kill anybody anymore. No, seriously, why didn't they just leave it in there? Yeah, I know. <laughs> they do make the note, though. They were like, "This is, we should look into this. You know, if, if termination is not successful, this is something to look into. That It is a note at the bottom of this one's like, Is her containment thing. cell like a bedroom? They have, yeah. She has, like a, like I said, she hid behind a chair. She yeah. has, like, stuff to and it do. Because she is just like a three-year-old girl. But for some reason, when you get close to her, you want to kill everyone. And it did So they give her, like, a space. And it didn't try to eat anything in her room either yeah like it didn't try to grow Mm -hmm. it just laid on its (laughs) belly and let her hug him oh give her her dog back so uh another one i would talk about is probably the most famous scp which is scp 173 which is the statue looking you blink and it snaps your neck guy um, um so it's based oh, wait, on she would be so sad if he died <laughs> imagine she like asks about him and they're like yeah we killed him <laughs> it worked and <laughs> it worked we figured it out she'd probably make them all kill each other no she'd be like what the fuck bro you <laughs> killed my fucking dog <laughs> bro i literally drew crayons on him ayo um but yeah so <laughs> How 173 works, for those of you not into SCP, this one is the first one you meet in the first game. Mm-hmm. It's very, like, all over. The first picture that you look up when you look up SCP is 173. Very much kind of, like, mainstream in the SCP light. Um, and what happens is if, as long as you're looking at 173, it can't move. 
but if you blink or close your eyes, it can move while you don't see it. Or if you have your back turned to it, you just have to be looking at it, and mm-hmm. kind of like the ghost in Mario. Yeah. If you look at it, it doesn't move. If you blink or do anything, it can move, and it gets close enough to you, it snaps your neck, and that's how it kills you. Um, so the lizard handles this. It just doesn't blink for six hours. Oh. <laughs> And then they had uh, snipers set up, and they uh, shoot out its eyes. So its response, SCP-173 does hit it in this period, but it's not enough to cause, like, death. Um, And its response, it grows several hundred eyes (laughs) and puts clear eyelids on them. So it never breaks eye contact. It's like those water-resistant eyelids. Even when it blinks, it's still looking at 173. And it sits there for, like, another 12 hours before they're like, all right, this isn't going to work. I, and you know they didn't put it in there and, like, explain what 173 did. No. It just understood. To not blink. It understands. Just anomaly. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. One test that was proposed was just labeled high-altitude impact. Um, <laughs> this was denied by one of the O5. <laughs> Which is, like I said, the highest clearance. And the note attached just says, seriously? I mean, seriously? Drop it out of an aircraft and let it fall? (laughs) (laughs) They literally were like, let's just fly it and just drop it out of a plane. And just drop him. (laughs) He'd probably grow wings. Like, (laughs) the the sass, though. Seriously? Are y'all dumb? (laughs) This is what you're suggesting? Put it back in the room with the little girl. Another test... They just, like, stick a child in there. A normal child. Oh, my God. Not sure where they got the child. Oh, my God. And it's C6A2, and it begins crying, and it makes 6A2 mad. So 6A2 eats the kid. (laughs) (laughs) What did they think was going to happen? So the very next test, they put a drugged kid in there, and the kid just laughs. And he still gets eaten. <laughs> oh, be- they, were they trying to test if it, like, reacted better to kids? Yeah, they thought, like, because of O53 is a three-year-old girl, they were like, kids sedate him. But they didn't want an SCP kid, so they were like, got a normal kid. And they both died. <laughs> yeah, and it cried, and they're like, oh, it startled him. So they put one in there that wouldn't cry. <laughs> and, like, the test, the notes on these are so funny. It's like, where do y'all keep getting these kids? <laughs> Why would you put a kid in here? <laughs> like, it obviously just eats people. What just were you thinking? Just give them back to 053. People did get, like, in trouble for those, though. Like, people were called into and had to go through, like, training and, like, detention pretty much. It's very people clear got that- got in trouble. It's very clear that he only likes other SCPs. Yeah. Like, sedate him. <laughs> just give him a friend. Um, Let her give him scritchy scratches and crayons i'm so mad that they didn't just leave it at that (laughs) yeah one of the the coolest tests involved some sort of laser they they used the laser to try to cut him up into small pieces and in the tissue sample they're able to do it they just keep bisecting the like sample like the tissue until they get it into like an atom you know until Mm -hmm. you can't separate it anymore um and it works fine with the tissue sample but when they try and use it on 682 um they cut it in half and they both regenerate and so there's two of them two smaller (laughs) versions no and now they both have some sort of mirror finish 
they've been shined. <laughs> no. And so they're like, I don't know, shoot the laser again. And it perfectly reflects off of one of the 682s, <laughs> unclear of which one, and destroys part of the lab, causing one of the breaches. <laughs> oh my god. A lot of people die in this one to the point where they have to redact the numbers. Um, you can't see that the amount of deaths, but they go through it like this many agents died, this many D class died, this many doctors died, this many task force died, and all of the numbers had to be redacted because it's a huge event and it's very they leave the building unusable. Um they do recapture it at at some point. It like becomes overexerted or exhausted. Um and when they find it, it it at some point had regenerated regenerated the other one back into it it reabsorbed okay. it so when they get it it is back into one and they're not quite sure how it happened they don't know if like one of them got too injured and okay. it was reabsorbed or they were just able to do it at will right they don't they weren't there to see that and the note is talking about like it would be interesting to test that to see why but we can't risk that again because yeah. they literally destroyed the building yeah and also they made two of them <laughs> That were now shined. It, like, just got mirror-plated finish. <laughs> he really said chrome. <laughs> I'm confused as to why these guys said, it's shiny now. Shoot it again. <laughs> like, what did you think was gonna happen? It's so good to read these. Um, one proposed plan uh, was to nuke it. O <laughs> five had to turn this one down. They were like, it would become immune to nukes. We <laughs> literally have no choice. But, like... We couldn't beat it if we make it immune to nukes. <laughs> I'm glad they said no. That came from the same guy you who said drop it out of a plane. <laughs> oh, I get so annoyed on some of these. The notes are so long. Like, y'all are dumb. Whoever wrote this needs to come up here immediately. Y'all are in so much trouble. <laughs> come to the principal's office. Literally, they y'all are so dumb. They're who just, suggested this? They're just messing around. And they're, they're, they're like, y'all. We have an immortal lizard on our hands, and y'all are really like, drop him out of plane. <laughs> the fact that they're getting pissed off. Like one test they do, they ask this SCP, uh, SCP seven three eight, to do a favor for them, and this SCP has like dimensional control, and they want they were like, we'll do something for you that doesn't make the world end if you get rid of six eight two for us. Um. And they're like, so what would what would be something you want that we can maybe trade for that doesn't kill the foundation, doesn't kill normal people, and doesn't in the world? Um, it's so interesting that some they're capable of negotiating with some. Of I them. love when they start talking to them, but it says in response, "quote Your foundation couldn't afford it, and you personally definitely couldn't afford it," and just doesn't respond to any other question after that. Just gives him the silent treatment. But really just flames him and then ignores him. You couldn't afford it. <laughs> the foundation couldn't do it. And you personally, not a chance. <laughs> like My question is, is it because it would take too much to move the lizard or because it just didn't want anything? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, it, like they were having to clarify, like you can in the world. Um, like it, this one's a pretty like powerful scp from what mm -hmm. i understand i mean it uses dimensional control yeah. and stuff so they were like you can't alter the timeline 
and then at that it's probably like well then what's the fucking point (laughs) but i don't want anything what do you want me to ask for a starbucks chai tea latte yeah give me all of the starbucks on the earth like (laughs) it's probably just so mad but i thought that was so funny where he just flames the one guy you specifically (laughs) couldn't afford it you specifically at one point another sp now go home to your wife and kids and tell them that you failed today I would put another SCP that has some court, sort of like it can put it in a parallel universe. Okay. So another similar another dimension, bitch. Yeah, it they're not the same powers and it's not the same thing. Um, it's it's SCP five hundred seven and it's an object. And so what they do is they walk in there and they just zip tie it to its arm. They just pretty much duct tape it onto him, and <laughs> eventually. It is somehow sent back in time. Um, SCP-507, I don't think I said that number. They, they, it's some sort of object. I, it was a shorter one, but it pretty much can, like, hop dimensions. Okay. And I'm not sure of the containment they use to deal with it. And obviously, they don't really care if it goes (laughs) to another dimension. (laughs) Because they zip-tied it to Godzilla. Um... They really just said bye. They really are just trying shit at this point. (laughs) And this one got cleared, you know? Drop it out of an airplane. (laughs) I don't know, zip tie something to it. And it disappears for a while, but then it it comes, it gets, like, back at some point. They just find it again, um, and it's sent back with a note attached to it, and it just pretty much says, this is your universe's problem. Don't send it here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's believed that an SCP Foundation and another use found it and realized they had zip tied SCP five oh seven to it, and they were like, "Absolutely not!" And <laughs> <laughs> it back. <laughs> it also came back with wings. <laughs> Well, there goes the airplane. The, the wings do, like, disappear. It's like they go away after some period of time. That is the funniest But they thing. literally send it back flying with a note attached that says, no, this is your demon to deal with. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> this is your problem. There are a decent amount of the tests where 6A2 actually gets very close to being destroyed, which is, it's, like, really interesting, like I said, that they don't always lose, per se. Uh-huh. It's just it doesn't work as well as they thought to where they could kill him, but they can incapacitate him in some pretty crazy ways, mm-hmm. um, some of them lasting a month, you know, nice. that they keep it pretty much immobile. Yeah. Um. So it does show a lot, and I think that's so cool that they don't, it doesn't always win. Yeah. It's not like he can never be destroyed, and they are able to recontain it, so it's not like it, it it's not some all-seeing. Yeah, It. it is a very OP creature. And sometimes, like, reading the description, I was like, oh, no, it's going to be so boring because it's always going to win. Yeah. But it doesn't. Um, It's also so funny. (laughs) No, literally. Dropping out of an airplane. Seriously? (laughs) Seriously. This is what you you just told me I should drop it out of an airplane. And I I haven't gone through some of them that, like, get close. But there are a lot, like, in between some of these funny ones where they get close. And that's why they keep trying. That's why they didn't stop with 053 to be like, well, we could contain it like that. But in some of the other ones right before, they got really like 80 or 90 percent of it gets destroyed in some of them. Mm-hmm. And they they're like, if we just keep at it. <laughs> we might find something. Um, so 
it's it's just really fun. Um, at one point, do there was some sort of complicated test with another SCP. Uh, it was called five one three five one three, um, and it was just like it's not something where they fought. It just created. So it was trying to like mentally attack the creature. <laughs> okay, but this is another one of the. <laughs> uno reverse cards oh no so people just start hallucinating a ghost version of 6a2 which that sounds terrifying it also eventually wore off but for a while people would like lose their minds because you'd have ghost 6a2 sprinting down the hall at you Uh. because the other one was trying to like mentally destroy it yeah um and it's a no um seriously like i said some of the tests are completely classified others demand clearance to see like it says like you must have this access mm-hmm. clearance and some of those you click and it actually brings it to you like you have that clearance so if you see a link that says you need clearance click it anyway they usually open yeah. <laughs> they, they it's not like dang i don't have the password they just do that so it looks governmenty it's fun um so one of them did click and it gave me a whole like new page of not test but it was a very long page and i think that's why it was a long one so they just like stuck it on its own mm-hmm. link um but it was so some of them were like i said completely redacted yeah some of them had every other like thing redacted so you couldn't even piece together what was happening uh-huh. so it's i'm skipping a lot of these yeah. that like this is just the the tip of the iceberg and they're all so good um <laughs> one test they they wanted to shoot it into orbit what? <laughs> and like send another scp that's pretty much uh like this rocket to like destroy it in orbit and o5's like note on it they i've they denied it of course but like it was like you want to send it into space where it can probably breathe even like though we can't and then give him a spaceship (laughs) a spaceship that is a weapon (laughs) no yeah they they, it was another one where the the note was so sassy the o5 really just like put a bunch of people on this force (laughs) And was like, yeah, you, 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 you guys will figure it out. And now they're very quickly realizing <laughs> that, that they fucked up. <laughs> that they are not going to figure it out. We're not dropping it out of an airplane. One test they used was a thing called dot, dot, space, dot, 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 space, dot, dot, space, dot. Um, <laughs> what? Then when, if you click its page, it's an SCP. Like, it has a file, but that's its number. It's not SCP dash a number. It's just those dots. Um, Is that fucking Morse code? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure to what. Um, but it, it's just a strange, like, a bunch of strange pictures and, like, diagrams of weird things that are just not understandable. It's, like, those, like, safety diagrams but of nonsense (laughs) it's like the weirdest clip art pictures piece to get there are no words on this scp's file it's just cryptic messages um it's clip art um it's microsoft word and like something happens it's their new advertising campaign i'd like in some of these like in they apparently like are encryptions of sort some sort of thing oh like it's hieroglyphics but it's literally like bad clip art hieroglyphics like it, it's so funny to look at and supposedly they like etched it in like with a, a small laser etched it into its skin 
and it's kind of like summon some sort of power. I really don't understand what was going on because I don't know what the SCP is because it's a bunch of pictures. It's the it's an eldritch god. Yeah, <laughs> and they it it was damaged but not enough and like not even understanding how. Like it it summoned some sort of power to try to kill it and it just hurt it and nothing happened. But I was so lost for this one. But I had to bring it up because that is the weirdest SCP I've ever read. I didn't read it. I looked at pictures. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> you know it's bad when you're confused. Yeah, it was so weird. I was, like, I saw the test name and was like, that's cool. What happens? And I click it. And I, I like, thought something was messed up at first. Like, it's so, it's, the page is no words. <laughs> it's, you're getting mad. It's so weird. Um, <laughs> This one's fun. <laughs> at one point, they were like, can we shrink him and turn him into a gecko? Do you think that would work? Like, do you think we can make him a gecko? Uh, <laughs> I believe this one was also denied. They were like, what if he's now an immortal gecko that we can't keep track of? Who's immune to nukes at this rate? <laughs> like, they, they were so worried that you would now be able to kill people as a gecko. No, put him in a gecko. Make him a gecko. Put him in a tank in O53's room. <laughs> Give her a fuck. She'll be fine. Um, so yeah, they do some crazy stuff with these SCPs, and it just goes on and on. And it's like, again, I haven't even covered. I've covered like ten percent. Yeah. In this episode, if that, it was it's, the the like scroll bar on the side of the screen was this big. Like you just had to keep scrolling. That's crazy. It doesn't end. Um, again, highly recommend reading it i put that in here like five times because yeah. i was having the time of my life reading this um dropping out of an airplane no. an <laughs> another great one is um they like get this special they, they pretty much are trying to do this firing squad on it and they're like can we just destroy enough of it at once um and 682 i don't i don't know what happened here they like are like we're gonna shoot you this is it we're just going to keep shooting until you, you can't come back. And they're like, and 682 responds like, with what? You have no bullets. And they're like, we have bullets. They're in the guns. And he said, no, you have apple seeds. And there was just apple seeds in the guns. <laughs> what? And the note on it just says, if only SCP-682 could have turned into an apple seed, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Never comes back up again. The bullets were apple seeds. With what bullet? You have no bullets. <laughs> Gaslight. <laughs> he gaslights them and it works. There was apple seeds in their guns. <laughs> this I'm... one's so funny and metaphorical, this next one. So, this test, they put a dead horse okay. in the containment cell and a baseball bat. And 682 just picks up the bat. And hits the horse. Beating a dead horse. Beating a dead horse with a stick is what they're doing. And that one's just really metaphorical and fun. That's it. That, that's they all the test is. Beat a horse. They were like, he did it. He's aggressive. We knew he would beat the horse with the stick. But it's literally just to make the joke. Um, it's so fun. They, they just go in there and like take it away at one point. Um, the O5 really got that report and said, what the fuck? Why I, are we giving you funding? <laughs> I stumbled onto something crazy with this one. Um, <laughs> this one was just, uh, kept clicking links. It was a great one. I just, it was a rabbit hole here. 
Um, so one D-class personnel suggests they use SCP-2439 against it. 2439? But all of, like, the higher-ups have never heard of this SCP. This number isn't used for an SCP. The, like, old one got terminated or something. It's like, does isn't a used number. Or so they think. <laughs> and I, I've never heard of this, but I click the, the link. And it's a, a SCP that only D-class personnel know about. What? <laughs> what? So it's some sort of thing that they're keeping secret from the Foundation. And it's pretty... It, how I describe it is, I just lost the game. But the game... I just lost the game. <laughs> the game on the internet is that once you know about it, it starts existing in your mind. And you just become more and more paranoid because it has access to your thoughts. And so the D-class personnel are trying to keep the higher-ups safe from it because they know that they don't know anything like that the higher-ups know. You know, they have a lot of very, comp like, oh, so they're keeping the foundation safe by letting it eat their brains. Because if the higher-ups know about it, it'll access the thoughts on, like, how the foundation runs. Yeah. What? But it's unclear because the D-class personnel can't research it. So it's unclear if this is just mass paranoia between the D-class that they're, like, they're playing the game with each other. That's Or it's crazy. actually something attacking them. No, that's crazy. Um, and it was crazy because, like, the, the whole Tesco is, like, a D-class personnel suggests we use this SCP, but this SCP is no longer in containment. Um, but he, and then another D-class personnel seemed angry that he said something. And so I was like, that seems like it's leading into something. And so I clicked it and found that. And there's that's one that has, like, stories on it, like uh -huh. I was talking about. And I started reading one of them, but it was a very long, like, story narrative. So I didn't, I didn't get through it. But it's, it's like they're, they're, they're making themselves go hysterical over this in some cases because they, have, they think they have this SCP contained within the D-class mm -hmm. personnel. That's crazy. Um, that's which, its containment. Hopefully, I can go back and do that one one time because that sounds crazy. I what's have never the, heard of that. What's the one where it can't be contained? Um, uh, Apollo. Apollyon. Apollyon. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, they freeze it with liquid nitrogen at one point, and it works really well. Like, he freezes, but it only holds for 10 minutes. But the note on this one is like, maybe we're overthinking this. Maybe we're overengineering this. We might have a very simple answer on how to kill this thing. We might not have to use SCPs or anomalies. Why not just freeze it and shoot it in the brain? <laughs> yeah, it's so like that. It's like we, there might be such a so much more, not drop it out of an airplane kind of simple, but like we might be missing some like basic science that we could kill this with. I still can't get over the drop it out of an airplane. No. Yeah. You want me to? You want me to send it into orbit and then give it a rocket? <laughs> they all uh, like. It goes in. Some of them are fights, too. I didn't write any of the ones that were just they fought and then they were both hurt and then they were both put back in containment. But there are some cool fight scenes you can read through. Um, there is a lot of more like, like I said, there was 105 SCPs and that's not a third or a fourth of mm -hmm. the test. There is a lot of the science ones they go through. That's crazy. They're just not the funny ones. So I went through a lot of the like really cool ones and like the one I have never heard of the 
uh two four three nine the, no. the d class one that's crazy it shows you some of the weird stuff they do with scp it's not yeah. just a database of creatures someone made up it's very much like a you get the inner workings of the yeah the whole foundation which is so cool um that is all the ones i wrote down from the the um document again please go through it if you're into this stuff yeah. it's crazy and then like i said 62 is in the game is in containment breach but only in one of the ending cutscenes because oh? they didn't want players to have to deal with it because it's immortal yeah yeah like you would just lose to it every time but in one of the cutscenes, it comes out at the end and kills the like rescue party <gasps> it's like a bad ending to the game from what i understand so you can't fight it but it's just it's fun to see and it's a fun fact if you see the giant lizard come kill everyone it's it's 682 i don't it's i don't ugly. think it's in the the second one it's ugly no <laughs> the crayons no i'm looking at the pictures i i like that everybody draws him with the little girl that one i yeah that one broke my heart it's interesting, though, the concept that, like, SCPs can, like, almost cancel each other out in a way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, they don't always fight. A lot, I didn't even talk about the ones that are the interesting SCPs. Some of them, like, the way they interacted is just so cool. It's, yeah. Like, some of them give off, like, some sort of aura field. And the way it affects it is different than it affects people. Yeah. And it, it raises questions of, like, well, how would this affect other SCPs? We haven't tried to stick it in anyone else's containment cell because we haven't been trying to kill some of the other ones you know like how would this affect this random guy over here who does nothing and like at one point they use like how the crystal they use some byproduct of another scp they do a similar thing here where it's an acid one of another scp produces mm -hmm. and it works better than the hydrochloric acid that they put it in and they start using it in the containment cell when they keep it immobilized they start shooting it with it to help keep it like if it blinks they'll shoot it with that extra strong acid they just can't produce enough of it to keep it submerged in it yeah so but they start using other stuff that they learn from scps to like upgrade its containment or change That's how they're crazy. they're like affecting it and rules change throughout the document you can see when o5 says from here on out we don't do this or mm -hmm. we do do this um and so you you don't know how like what time passes but it does seem to be in chronological order like right. the, the first one is the oldest and as you go down it's newer additions mm -hmm. to the document so it's really cool to see when they change rules or when they change the people who work on it because a lot of the names will be redacted but some of them aren't and you see when like some of the scientists change mm -hmm. and why they get kicked off like they suggest one of the really dumb tests or the tests that go really wrong people get in trouble for and so they change staff or sometimes they die and they have to change Imagine staff. being put on that, though. Yeah. Imagine being like, you're going next to 682. Yeah, you're being, you get a raise, but also you get to work with Death Lizard now. You might die. Wow. Wow. Had a lot of crossovers. No, I yeah, know that, that was so very messy, but I had a blast. No, that was so cool. That was, wow. I'm like a little floored. I've never seen an attachment like that on an SCP. No. It was, that was one of the first times you see, like they have addendums and some yeah. of them will have like 20 addendums, but to have a whole attachment, that's the longest page I've seen on SCP's website. Yeah. Like. That's crazy. Oh my God. I read it like a book too. I was like, 
Woo! <laughs> just went through it. Woo! Damn. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna start bringing random ones up. <laughs> Be like, hey, found another six eight two experiment. I want to talk about. <laughs> it becomes just like a. This is a six eight two podcast now. No, literally, like, what the fuck? No, there's so much material. I I did not talk about nearly as much as it sounds like I did. No, yeah. <laughs> there's just a ridiculous amount, and it's like. We talked about it for a while, and that's not a third of it. I'm, wow. I, wow. <laughs> My brain is cycling through, like, they wanted to drop it from an airplane. Like, <laughs> and then, like, they, they made it chrome. <laughs> That was my favorite one where it's just two and they're also just chrome now and they're like, shoot him again. No, he's chrome. <laughs> there, have you ever seen any cartoon ever? You don't use a laser on chrome. And just give him back to the little girl, bro. <laughs> Save everybody some time. Oh, that is a true thing you said also, like how we said OP. I know some of this is kind of internet mumbo jumbo that I we've read since we were twelve, so yeah. it, it makes sense. But if you have questions, you, you don't have to like if you can't find the answer on Google. Also, but if you just want to hear it from us, oh, like you don't want to Google it. Discord, Discord. <laughs> I know some of it's jargon, especially when it comes to SCPs, because it's a lot of like details. Yeah, like the O five and I think certain what areas we've talked about and- doing YouTube videos of like. A little bit different stories than what we talked about i think a really fun one would, would be an scp crash course to yeah. go through the people's classifications to go re-go through the scps foundation and do like a youtube video on it that'd be where so you fun. could give visuals and examples scp 101 yeah we can make like like <laughs> educational videos on it no literally we be it's like john and hank green yeah only we are just <laughs> for scps <laughs> it's like scps and like cryptids and shit Oh, yeah. We're like, here's what you need to know to pass your test (laughs) on SCPs 1 through 100. Wow. This is going to be a weird episode, too. No, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Also, so we've been asking about the other category recently in the Discord and, like, on episodes and stuff. But, like, even the other day, I was like, do y'all, do y'all think weird history would be a good thing for other? Like, how do you guys feel about the other category? Yeah. Like, any feedback to, like, the, the, the layout? No, we can yeah. change things. Because literally other has this, at this point, it evolved. It's anything we wanted. No, literally. It's like we, we bring random shit to the table at this point. And is that fun or is that frustrating? Like, how <laughs> it's do fun you for feel? Me. No, yeah, because that means, like, every third episode is a ghost in a true crime. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, stereotypical. And then two out of the three episodes are others. So it's, like, are they weird? Are they fun? Do you look forward to them? Do they frustrate you? Do you skip them? Give me some details. <laughs> yeah, I want to know, like, which people skip what. Like, if someone only listens to the true crime or if someone only listens to the, I guess, after the other is a weird place to ask if you like only the true crime. No, yeah. you obviously aren't here if this this isn't a true crime. Um, But, like, we got some cool feedback on when we asked about the wacky history, like you said. A lot of people seem to to like that one. So I think we will be doing more morbid history or just strange history we've said it before but i think it's relevant to mention again that like 
we are not the only true crime podcast out there. No. We're not the only paranormal podcast out there. There's a lot of very good podcasts that stick in their niche and do it very, very well. I think our podcast is different in the sense that we are Gen Z. You know, like we have our internet, internet experience. Our internet horror is uh, like I have not. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you'd go to find like someone sit down and be like, "I'm going to tell you about a kidnapping," and then the next person tell you about a demon lizard. That's no, an literally. SCP that's made up on the internet. Because there are entire podcasts dedicated to SCPs. Yes, for sure. Like literal, like hour long episodes that just break down single or double SCPs, and like yeah, like you can seek that out if you want to. Mm-hmm. And if you're interested in SCPs already, then yeah, you would seek something like that out. But I feel like people go to consume true crime content because true crime is morbid and it's interesting and don't ever come into contact with this whole other side of the internet. Yeah. And it's like, because like, I think I've mentioned it before that on, and that's why we drink, one of the hosts talked about the russian sleep experiment Mm -hmm. and told it like it was fact and then at the end had to explain what a creepypasta was to the other host Mm -hmm. who was like that's crazy like it's all fiction but it all sounded so real And i was like yeah that's that's what a creepypasta Mm -hmm. is yeah that's the whole point like Mm -hmm. recently side note have you read that um it's called my job is to watch a woman trapped in a room yeah i just read that one the other day and like when i read it i was like wow this this is like what like creepypastas are yeah like it feels so real Mm -hmm. it feels like someone's just posting on reddit because they're dealing with an issue yeah and then like the some of them are question threads they're like hey i found this what do i do literally or the um the thing in the basement is getting louder yeah that one's another really good one and it's like i don't know i think our podcast specifically targets younger people i would think yeah it's not two grown white women drinking wine and talking about crimes yeah i think we have a weird niche that like is hard to explain but like if you're into it you're into it no kind yeah of thing and that's i enjoy it because i feel like our brand is just morbid yeah i think we said that in the beginning too it's literally just anything weird anything strange yeah. anything morbid in in nature not just the like the real life stuff yeah it's anything that deals with that concept period yeah and it 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 very much gives me um like dude that's fucked up does something kind of similar where every episode they just talk about something that's fucked up Hmm. like one episode was on guillotines one episode was on spontaneous human combustion and then there are episodes on like cases and things like that and it's like that that feels kind of like what we do just it's a broader category mm-hmm. i enjoyed a lot it, it lets me talk about anything though no, I'm out of blast. it lets us just sit here and be like so today we're talking about a lizard that they wanted to drop out of an airplane <laughs> but then the boss said no <laughs> but then but then they really wrote back like y'all dumb you're fired <laughs> <laughs> no people like got fired you're this fired but yeah uh join us on discord join us on discord more people have we got our first negative review oh yeah i did we talk about that at the end oh did we i think we did i think that was in the the earlier half of this episode don't leave us more negative reviews but leave us positive itunes reviews yeah 
We do read the iTunes reviews we also. We do read the iTunes reviews. I'm so excited that we got a negative one. That's crazy. Yeah, it's always so funny to watch those videos on TikTok when people are like celebrating because yeah. they got their first hate comment, but I'm in the same exact headspace. No, yeah. I'm like, oh, we're here. I've made it. I've we- made someone jealous enough to leave a hate comment. <laughs> they consumed our content hated it and formed an opinion (laughs) and formed an opinion like they formed an opinion strong enough that they went on itunes to leave a review that's also really funny that they felt so strongly about us talking about in the first 15 minutes which is the brand but (laughs) like we explained hey we're gonna talk before we start like telling stories and they're like why do they why y'all talking (laughs) before you tell your stories damn hilarious (laughs) hilarious truly hilarious the content we didn't know we needed right there they gave it to us gaslight gatekeep give us hate comments (laughs) don't hate go please (laughs) please don't give us hate comments please don't give us hate comments but leave us positive itunes reviews that'd be nice (laughs) this is a long episode Uh, yeah that's what i was just looking at does that say three hours yes we have to like like we have to stop <laughs> yeah <laughs> we have to cut some of it out too goodbye goodbye <laughs> we love you sleep well i love you i love you just like scp682 loved that fucking computer <laughs> bye bye